A person you haven't heard from for a few weeks because we recorded three days and then I took a vacation. And Sam also took a vacation? Not me. Not you. Or Robbie. Or Robbie and doesn't. I actually slept for once. Ooh, wow. So you kind of got a vacation too. You, sure. <laughs> you got to exist like an actual person. For a little while, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so I hope everybody enjoyed that three weeks of kind of weird content. Yeah. Uh, there will probably be weirder content coming. Uh, there's a lot of uh, stuff that... We have some ideas for, actually, that yeah. I think we're going to try and push forward with. Next week, we're going to do a radio show. <laughs> yeah, we're just going to be, go to your local radio station and... Uh, <laughs> Hope it's there. <laughs> yeah, which, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course, this week, I guess not of course, but this week um, right. is going to be Star Wars, where it should have started, but didn't, because, <laughs> uh, as we've said every episode, E wanted to go chronological story order. Yeah. Um, like a madman. Like a crazy person. And so, we are now getting to the very first Star Wars movie. Yeah. Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope. Whoa. Before we really start talking about Star Wars, though. Robbie. What's up? How's it going? Oh, you know. E! <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've been doing okay. Um, there should be some changes happening at work recently. Uh, well, not recently. They've been talking about changes at work. And so, uh, here in about, yeah, two weeks. Uh, they're going to be changing up everyone's schedules. You so. get more hours. I get the same <laughs> amount of hours, but I work less days. Ooh. Yeah. So even if I do work overtime there, it's going to be like a five-day week for me still. Nice. However, it's going to be 10-hour days. What a concept. That, you kind of do that anyway. Eh. <laughs> Sometimes. Like, for a while there I was. Like, I was doing like 10 to 12-hour days, like, for a little while there. But I feel I'm like back to was... doing eight-hour days, but then it's going to be going to 10-hour days now. I feel like there was a few weeks there to where you would come onto the podcast and be like, I just forgot to clock out and I stayed there for an extra four hours. Uh, that was weird. Anyway, I didn't sleep today. They offered <laughs> me one burrito, so I stayed for two extra days. <laughs> yeah, I told that story whenever I went to go visit my mom on her birthday, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Are you excited about that? Yeah. Um, on top of that, like it's they're also changing it from a three shifts, all right, three different shift schedule to two shifts, so... Instead of working from eleven o'clock at night to seven o'clock in the morning, I'm now going to be working from four to two, or yeah, four to two thirty in the morning. Uh, that's more reasonable. Yeah, four in the afternoon. Yeah, okay. No, four a.m. to two a.m. the next day. I mean, that doesn't sound bad actually. <laughs> <laughs> that seems like almost a normal schedule. Dry. What I described was a like a twenty-eight hour shift. Four a.m. to two p.m. Two a.m. I said. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Uh, ignore me. Also, your math is a little bit off, but we're going to ignore that. It's a that. bit off, but <laughs> math was, Well, I say math wasn't my strong suit. It, it was, but I didn't remember it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I could try to argue that math isn't my strong suit, but I need to know math in order to do my job correctly, so... That's what it is. Like, I'm like, I'm not that good at math, but a lot of coding requires you to know yeah. a lot of math. I just don't think about it as math. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is a lot of math. Uh, that's exciting, Robbie. Yeah, so hopefully, because 
I'll be honest. There's a couple of weeks I just don't remember being on the podcast. <laughs> I was there, but I just don't remember. Yeah, we could see it in your sleep. Yeah. <laughs> but hopefully this at least helps with the whole situation. Cool. Um, on top of that, uh, I actually finally got to like what, I don't want to say it's like the nightmare job that they have at where I work, but like it's one that everyone complains about. Okay. Uh, it's running these parts on these two lades that are giant pieces of shits that are actually bad enough that I nicknamed both of them. <laughs> I nicknamed okay. one Old Reliable and the other one the Penny Press. Nice. Oh, very old. Is it going to be a good part? Is it going to be a bad part? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> it's like loot boxes for real life. And like Kinda, but... maybe life altering if you get it wrong. Just like loot boxes. No. Just like so loot boxes. Think of it like, okay, here's the thing. Like, Think of it about it like if you worked at Domino's, but for some reason the oven was broken. So it was kind of like a flip of the coin, whether or not it was actually cook the pizza correctly, burn it, or just like come out as fresh dough still. Okay, so like loot boxes. <laughs> also, since I've put in like 125 hours into it already, during the break I finally beat Cyberpunk. About wow. fucking time. Yeah. Just in time for it to come back onto the PSN store. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I was on vacation. Right. I have a lot of uh, weird stories with that one, actually. I had an extremely strange experience that I've never had with a fast food place while I was there. They this got is... your order right. No, no, no. So I went to Bojangles, because it's a southern place. Went to North Carolina. Uh, I don't care if people know now. We're not there anymore, so. <laughs> <laughs> they can't track you. <laughs> um, went there. Like, hey, can we just get a 20-piece? And it comes with 10 biscuits and four sides and 20 pieces of chicken. It's great. Yeah. Great deal. Uh, she said, we're out of that item. Oh, um, do you have a 12-piece then? She's like, are you? <sighs> It'll be 10 minutes. Oh, um, okay, that's fine. So you have chicken? She's like, yeah, it's going to take 10 minutes for it to cook. Though. Could we just get a 20-piece then? She's like, are you kidding me? I, I'll be right back. And, like, we heard her, like, walk away and go and ask somebody something, and then the mic cut out. And it comes out a couple minutes later, she's like, pull to the first window. And we get to the window, and she's literally standing there yelling at every single person in the restaurant and opens the door. It's like, it's going to be $45. Can't fucking believe this. Taking out my goddamn chicken. This fucking, ugh. We hand her the money. She's like, okay, it's going to be a little while. Like, okay. And the other person, like, she walks away, and another person comes to the window. She's like, could we have you pull forward, please? Like, yeah, yeah, we'll pull forward. And we do that, and the lady comes out of the restaurant, comes to the window. She's like, I can't have you pull forward here. I have to serve other people chicken. What are you doing? Go park over there. <laughs> I'm sorry. Just, we wanted chicken. I didn't realize it would be such a big deal to get chicken out of a chicken place. <laughs> uh, so you had a manager that was having a meltdown while you were crying. I just want chicken. Yeah. Um, Bojangles is pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> That's is it worth <laughs> almost getting choked out by a manager? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I've got to disclose which place I work at. I work at a burrito place. Uh-huh. We made out of tortillas. Oh, shit. <laughs> you, kinda, you mostly need that at a burrito yeah. place. And yeah. then we ran out of one of our meats. And huh. then another one. So busy then. <laughs> yeah, um, that was my first day. <laughs> that is a Good. hell of a first day. Yeah. Um, I have to tell every customer, hey... We don't have anything. We did. Would a lot like of people some lemonade? We were like, hey, we, you could get like a bowl, maybe. 
Nothing's going to be in the bowl, but you can get the bowl. Yeah. <laughs> it has some fiber. Would you like some rice? Yeah. <laughs> like, a lot of people are like, oh, all right, and left. Yeah. Which I is mean, reasonable. Yeah. yeah, you go to a burrito place for a burrito, they don't have a burrito, you get a little pissed off. Yeah. But yeah, that was funny. That that day, I stayed three extra hours. <laughs> First day. Yeah. Good, good. They're like, uh, this is not happening often. <laughs> <laughs> but not never. Yeah. Well, it did. I mean, since then, I have not had that experience again. So. Good, good. Yeah. Out of cups. We're out of cups. <laughs> is By the way, this is my first day, so <laughs> I don't really know what I'm doing. Yeah. I don't know. That, that experience doesn't surprise me anyways, though, because, like, it sucks when you run out of shit or, like, just have to wait. She was just so angry, and it's yeah. not like she just didn't have chicken. She just was mad that she had to cook it. It yeah. was... Very strange. It probably wasn't specifically that she had to cook it made her mad. There probably was something else that well, pissed her off and you yeah, just happened yeah. to be there. She just True. decided to what? take it out on you. What probably <laughs> happened was there was probably some fucking guy who ordered like 70 chicken <laughs> right before and like was like, uh, if you don't get this in 10 minutes, I'm fucking leaving and not paying. Like yeah. Something like that probably happened is my guess. I could see I it. Mean, I kind of deal with that, like, hey, it's going to be like a 10-minute wait a lot, but once again, work third shi- uh, working third shift, and so, like, if I forget to pack a lunch, the only things open is McDonald's, usually, or a gas station. Yeah, you- And so, I would go to McDonald's sometimes, and, like, it's- They have, like, a 30-minute window on when they're going to shut down their computers to start, do, like, cooking stuff for yeah. breakfast, and so, like, sometimes I'll get there, and they're like, hey, like, we can't serve you anything, our computer's down, or, like, hey, like, we still have some stuff, but, like, you have to pay exact cash because our computers are down. Yeah, you're or, <laughs> you're the guy that people are like, who the fuck comes to McDonald's at two in the morning? Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely that guy. <laughs> not, not by choice, though. Yeah, exactly. It's one of those like, hey, like I was running late to work. I couldn't pack a lunch. I need to get something here. And you guys are the only ones open in like a five block radius. And they're like, we can like scrape together the bottom of the chicken basket if you want and give that to you yeah. for $10. Chicken crunchies. Other than that... um. The place that me and Dry grew up, I actually had a similar experience at the uh, McDonald's there. Once again, because I was a, we were teenagers and I was the only one with a car, therefore, like, hey, like, let's go to McDonald's. I'll pay. Like, cool. Free food. <laughs> Which, like, also, that may sound just like a normal trip for people. Well, the thing that maybe they don't realize is McDonald's was 45 minutes away for us. Yeah. Like, that's how small <laughs> the town we grew up in. If you, like, went to the town that had McDonald's in it and you got McDonald's, Fucking the rest of the week was amazing. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Like it was one of those. Like it was usually like a planned trip to go to Walmart and buy stuff, and then go to McDonald's afterwards. Yep. But um, <laughs> and a couple of our friends. Um, he's the main one that I remember because like we were trying to order something, and it was like I think it was like eleven o'clock at night, maybe midnight, mm-hmm. and like we're trying to order food. We sit at the drive-through for like twenty minutes, and like I just look at him like um, hello, and I just hear on the other end, hold on. <laughs> And like, I was like, okay. And then like five minutes after that, all right, what do you want? <laughs> How you want to be greeted. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then ordered our food. And then like, because at the time I'm a teenager, we decided to make a joke and they're like, all right, it's going to be, I think it came out to like $15 or something like that. And I was like, you guys take EBT? Just like fucking around with them. And she just like gives me a glare. Like she's going to choke <laughs> me. <laughs> she's like, don't you even dare. <laughs> to be fair, like. You hear a lot of that shit constantly yeah, if you work fast food. Yeah. I, yeah, I talk to people afterwards and like you have to realize they deal with that like seriousness all the time. And it's like but like 
she's like, don't even joke. And like, without me even saying, like, I was joking or anything, I just handed her cash and walked away. <laughs> he gave her a 20. She just kept the rest. Of the <laughs> yeah, you got, you got chicken. Yeah. It was, uh, there's a lot more things. I'll tell those stories. I have too many stories to tell. Yeah. Too much happened. A, a live cast discussion? I might oh. be bringing up this vacation for a while. That's a good thing, though. Yeah. Tune in next week was... for the thrilling <laughs> continuation <laughs> of the vacation stories. Yeah. Wait till you hear how many birds I ate with. Um, more than you want. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, besides the, the working thing, how's things going? Uh, fairly well. Um, animation, been doing that. Uh, playing video games, a crazy concept. Uh, I watched a season and a half of a show just because I had a day off and I started while eating and then I just continued. That happens to me if you actually quite often. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the only reason I stopped is I looked, I was like, oh, it's 5 p.m. I should do something today. <laughs> I didn't. I just stopped watching <laughs> the show. I should do something today. Ooh, tomorrow, I, though. I Turn off the computer. Yeah. Well, that was enough. <laughs> I do that a lot, honestly, where I'm like, uh, I should do something today and I just sit. I mean... It's a bad habit of mine. It's fine. You're an adult. Yeah. If it, you need your brain to just do nothing, let it do nothing. I have rent to pay. That's, you're an adult. <laughs> I think it's one of those adult things, though, too, is like, I guess one of those like little facts of life that people don't really talk about is like some days, whenever you have a day off, you just do nothing because it's the only time that you have to just do nothing. Yeah. That's usually how I prefer my days off. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, cool. Yeah. Just like drawing, animating, gaming. Uh. How close Watch. are you to finishing that that animation? Even I don't know, a month. Ooh, we'll see. That'll Depends, be... like, cause like I do that mostly on my days off, or if I just have a little bit of desire to animate yeah. before work. I can't <laughs> do anything after work, even though I get off relatively early. Yeah, that's usually when I uh, relegate my do nothing mindset. Yeah. I like make dinner, and then my brain shut off for the night until like. 8.30, and I'm like, all right, I guess I have to edit now. Then I'm like, I should go to bed. <laughs> hey, well, if I had to go to bed at 8.30, I would kill myself. <laughs> so fucking early. Yeah, but then you can wake up early. Why is that good? Because that doesn't help me at work. all. Then you can do stuff. No. I, I mean, being a third shift worker, there's times that, like I fell asleep at like, or on my day off, I'd fall asleep at like 6 p.m. and then like wake up at 3 in the morning and be like, well, fuck, I'm awake now. Yeah, not for me. That's not my. That's not my life. Um, I know. I mean, I'm not too excited about the fact that that's my life right now. So I guess I don't think I said all the podcasts. I moved. Yeah, you did again. Yeah, I think I have moved like four times since we started this podcast. One, two. Yeah, you yeah. have. Yes, you have. Cool. Um, yeah, I've been there. I've done that before. <laughs> but uh, yeah, new place is fine. Hopefully, I can afford rent. <laughs> Well, there's the other issue. That's uh, yeah. you're an I adult hate- now. <laughs> that doesn't like it's make very me common magic money. No, yeah. but it's not like an adult power you get. You don't get to like transfer money. Well, you no. can transfer money, but it's your money only. It's like in a video game. You've like <laughs> passed the tutorial now, and like, hey, here's your award. Constant anxiety. <laughs> um, started. Yeah, and I started back up Ring Fit because I have a TV. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's most of my life, yeah. Nice. Very cool. Um, well, I guess let's talk about Star Wars. Ah. Yeah. We will be get watching again Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope, which is actually the first Star Wars. Um, 
And something that I want to say, the descriptions that we've been reading on Disney Plus, uh, I pressed another button <laughs> on the app <laughs> and learned that there's actually full descriptions of what happens in the movie. <laughs> and we have opted to not use those full descriptions still. Uh, I think after reading one for like Revenge of the Sith, um, it was, it seven was pages too long. descriptive, actually. And I think the same goes for this one. Uh, it's a little too descriptive, and the idea is to bring E in and have him fresh eyes and all that. So pressing that button gives you the novelization of the movie, then? <laughs> it's just a transcript of the entire movie. <laughs> it's a good paragraph. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so as bl- as going in as blind as possible, yeah. as you can with Star Wars, anyways. In um, the year 2021, a good almost, what, almost five decades since it started? Uh, the first one came out in 1977. Yeah, so yeah. nearing five decades since it started. It's crazy, actually. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah. It is two hours and five minutes long, which is fine. Um, places you can watch. Disney Plus, of course, is the place I would recommend the most. Um, Laserdisc. Oh, yeah, Laserdisc <laughs> is an option again. Yes. Or <laughs> We're back to back the Laserdisc. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, $3.99 on Amazon and Google Play. Or you can buy it for nineteen ninety nine on Vudu. It looks like rated PG. Uh, for probably sci fi action and stuff about tobacco. Probably. I'm, for I, being a movie, they were scared of those back then. Yeah, this does say. <laughs> I, I, I like this. Is like the Stone Age. Uh, it does say contains tobacco depictions. Ah, so ugh, Star not Wars even, and it's tobacco. Yeah, not even. Tobacco use, just descriptions of tobacco. Yeah, Someone's yeah, yeah. gonna just like smoke a huge cigar during a scene. And be like, <sighs> I think it literally is like one of the alien characters in the background in one of the scenes when the jizz is happening. Um, <laughs> okay, repeat I that. Know, I know that's what they're called. Yeah, <laughs> the music. Okay, the the jazz music. Yeah. in Star the Wars, jazz <laughs> is called jizz. Oh, for anybody that doesn't want to know or doesn't know, I th- <laughs> okay, actually it doesn't matter. Actually, if you don't want to no, know. Yeah, now, yeah. now you know. <laughs> yeah. so, uh, I think yes for everyone who doesn't want to know. <laughs> to be fair, it was probably before that was colloquially known as the thing I don't that. No, though, because I think that's a term that goes pretty far back. Maybe does does it though? <laughs> do not Google. Did, I don't do think we, we want to Google should, jizz. <laughs> as you say, do we really want to look up the history of jizz? Well, it goes back all the way to Adam and Eve. <laughs> um, well, I Googled it, and then it's just asking me if I meant jazz music. Oh, um, Google's hoping. You meant and then jazz. you said no, and it says, please be talking about jazz. <laughs> um, ejaculate. History of ejaculate, which that doesn't make sense to me. Uh I don't think this is a road I can go down currently. All right. <laughs> if you know the answers, please contact us at the last ones in podcast at gmail.com. Just yeah. remember to use incognito. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. But yeah, I think I know what you're talking about because I think there's uh, hookah smoking in the background. Yes, I believe that is the tobacco depiction. Right. Wow. So, well, uh, actually, uh, real quick, Robbie, how long has it been since you've seen this Star Wars? It's been a while. I like, still remember it, but it's been a while. Like childhood? Since in theaters at the I, ripe age of negative 12. <laughs> I think it was on VHS. Like, it was the um the special edition, which is, like, the only version you can actually find of it now whenever that first came out. Yeah. Back in, like, night. I think I watched it, like, night. Well, it came out in 95, but it, it mm. wasn't at 95 when I watched it. I think it 
probably like 99 or 2000, something like that, whenever I watched it. Okay, so it's been a while. It's been a while, but I do remember what the movie's about. Right. Um, it's not been terribly long for me. I think since I watched this first one, it's only been a few years. Because um, a few years ago I went back because all the Star Wars were coming out, so I went right. back and watched them all, of course. You're like, uh, I guess. And then you had to watch <laughs> the prequels again. Um, I've, I've really tried to avoid it. <laughs> there are certain parts of 3 that I, I will go back and watch occasionally. We've talked about that. Before. Yeah. yeah. Um, go listen to that one if you want to know where. Yeah. Um, E. Hi. What do you think happens in the Star Wars? This uh, one. So there's this kid named Luke who lives on desert land. And he's like, I'm tired of being a teenage adolescent. <laughs> and then uh, I think something hits his planet and kills his adoptive parents. Okay. And I'm pretty sure then Han Solo shows up and like, yo, we got to go. Okay. And they do stuff with the droids. They the good droids. Are they are those are R2 and C3 also droids or are they just robots? They're droids. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's all that happens in this one. You, they they get <laughs> <Okay>. the <laughs> they go they get the robots and then they go and deal with cantinages. <laughs> no, I don't I think that's the next one they go to the canteen. Okay. Um I mean they set up Vader and stuff, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure he blows up the planet. Okay. And okay. chokes a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's a good way to put it. <laughs> well, here's the description on Disney+. Plus. A young farm boy intercepts a distress call from the captive Princess Leia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When you hit the details button, there's a lot more. It turns out details... Uh, Give you details. Actually gives you details. <laughs> I, th- I, I feel like... Thinketh? Disney needs to work on their descriptions, though. Like, I feel like there should be not one sentence versus a paragraph. I feel like there should be some middle point. There's, like, a middle ground there, right? Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, give me, like, three, two to three for a movie. Don't give me... Yeah. The, don't give me the premise of the movie. Yeah. Um, We will be watching it in whatever Disney Plus decides to give it to us. Yeah. It goes all the way up to 4K HDR with Atmos. It just depends on... We're probably not watching it in that. It just depends on what it gives us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's going to give us 240p, 4x3. <laughs> it really depends on how busy their servers are. How um, many people... Are... Stop watching Star Wars right now so we can watch it. Although when you hear this... Retroactively. Already... Well, yeah. I think that's how internet works. I don't think... Yeah. I don't think time is linear in the internet. Is that how that yeah, works? Yeah, I'm pretty sure like everything happens at the same time. That's why all the internet constantly sucks. The internet is Dr. Manhattan. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, I think I think we're good to go. Yeah, let's uh, wa- go watch this movie. Yeah, we'll see how well the most talked about movie in the history of existence holds up to someone who has seen many movies. We'll see. I think this might be the deciding point on whether you like Star Wars. <laughs> which... I, thought, I thought the last one had some bits to it. I mean, it'd be f- the fair. prequel trilogy is very different from the rest yeah. of Star Wars. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say to be fair, like I wasn't actually able to decide whether I like Star Wars or not until after I watched Re- uh, Return of the Jedi. But that was just me. That's right. fair. Get get your opinions ready for when I open my mouth on the way back. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to you guys in a little bit. We. Thank you.
from watching Star Wars. Episode 4, A Phantom Revenge. Nope. No, A New Hope. The Phantom Pain? No, A New Hope. And Many Hopes. Twin Snakes. Episode 4, <laughs> Hopes and Dreams. <laughs> um, yeah. So, it, the a fun fact. Wow. It was never originally called Star Wars Episode 4, A New Hope. It was always just called Star Wars. And the producer came in. He's like, you know what would really spice this up? Make people think they missed three movies. Uh, <laughs> so they did that. I don't I don't remember if that's actually the reason. I it think probably it's wasn't close, specifically though. that. But yeah. I remember you saying very specifically that they wanted to feel like it was part of a bigger story. Yeah. And so they made the fourth one in the story. Kind of like, oh, there was a trilogy before this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I, I, we have to start with E. We don't have to. We should, though. <laughs> Uh, E, what did you think of Star Wars? I thought this was really good, actually. Cool. I was. This was. This really was gonna be like the. If E doesn't like this movie, he just doesn't like Star Wars, and that's gonna be the next few months very grueling. Eyes <laughs> over there, like sweating bullets. Like he's like, oh my gosh. <laughs> cool. Yeah. So non spoilers. What are your thoughts? Yeah. I, like I said, I thought this was really good. Um, it really impressed me. I actually liked every character. That was like a character. They I was surprised like by that. Chemistry. And yeah, like there's good chemistry. Lines. They're funny. They're witty. Yeah. Actually, that's something that really surprised me coming in. I didn't realize how much, how like funny Star Wars actually is. I thought it was more serious than it is. Um, no, there's definitely lots of jokes. Uh, a lot of that is attributed to Han and Luke's chemistry. They're really yeah, good they together. Riff off each other pretty well. They really do. Mark Hamill and uh, Harrison Ford were, were great together. Carrie Fisher was good too. Carrie Fisher yeah, was Carrie very Fi- good. She, she's not even. I, I almost wanted to call her the straight man, but she really isn't. No, no, no. She just talks shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's very much that. Like she grew up of royalties, therefore she's kind of a little shithead. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. And then the part of this, like Luke's also whiny, like Anakin is, but he's like a more understandable whiny. He's like a nerd whiny. Yeah, like, you don't think like he, oh oh you. You had to go to your room five minutes before you're used to. Boo-hoo. It's like, oh, you just don't know what the world is. Yeah. yeah. Like, you it were is... raised as, like, a Protestant. <laughs> yeah. And now you're, like, in the world. You were a Protestant, and now you're in the world of Catholics. <laughs> Actually, I was going to say, in a weird way, it's kind of like how me and Dry grew up. Of Like, we grew up in a very small town, yeah. knowing that there's a bigger world out there, but, like, having this feeling of, like, we may never actually leave this place. Especially considering, like, most of the people we knew growing up were people who left at some point in time and then got sucked back in to that place yeah uh of course the score is still amazing yeah it's still john williams is a goddamn master what he yeah. does yeah he's great actually that surprised me too i didn't realize how many like uh variations on the main theme there were because there were a lot of cool ones in here i like the ones that like lead into the empire theme i like the ones that like go into the main theme again like yeah it was really impressive because i think the pre that made me like retroactively like the prequels uh, soundtrack a little less because f- it felt way more rigid. Yeah, I was like, okay, this is the this part and this is this part, and yeah. like it uses this uses music in a way that like music is supposed to be used. Like yeah. it reminds you of certain feelings that you had when you first yeah. heard yeah. it, and yeah. it, like, and it actually- also goes from like one feeling to the other, and it transitions very well. Yeah, it does, and it made a really good use of the light motifs yes. a lot better than the prequels did. Yes, I think. From this point on, the music does a much better job of that, except for one instance in the sequel trilogy. Uh, 
That's, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. <laughs> Luke's just talking, and then you just hear, Luke's like, I can't die. I even know Luke in the prequel or the sequel or whatever. Um, also, man, a lot fucking happens in this movie. Yeah. It's fucking packed. Like, uh, if you go to the first episode one, literally, that we did, mm-hmm. I had, we had me guess the entire series, period. Yes. Um, <laughs> I thought this movie was, like, spread out throughout the entire trilogy. Yeah. Basically. I thought that was funny, actually, because you're, like, all, like, the big events. You're, like, that's gotta be in the third movie. Just a lot of stuff, like, and stuff that presumably happens in the second and third movie, I thought would be in this movie as a setup. Just oh, wasn't. yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> when in reality, the prequel trilogy was kind of just more or less setting up this movie. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I almost want to say I can appreciate a part of the prequels more, but not really. <laughs> yeah. They're <laughs> like, hard to appreciate. Yeah. Um, um, one thing that I want to say, because we might do a mini, mini-sodes on them at some point. Um, cartoons? No, the cartoons Aww. have to be its own series. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I'm actually currently watching that. Oh. I decided so you, to take the lead. You tried again? Yeah. Better once you've gotten past the movie. Well, and you get to actually watch it in the the way they want you to watch it. Yeah. Which is cool. They, there's on Star Wars, uh, Disney Star Wars site, there's an official like order. Oh, not, like, There's not like a one? fan order. There's actually an official order. So, um, Yeah, I've been watching it in that, in that release order. <laughs> yeah, it helps you a lot. Yeah, it does. But yeah, the... um. Han movie, Han Solo, a Star Wars story, right. and Rogue One, a Star Wars story. You know the opening scroll in this one saying about the plans and getting them? Yeah. Rogue One is that. Yeah. Weird. Rogue One is that opening scroll. And also, uh, what's the word? Replaces the some of the lore from the prequels. Yes, it does. What's the word? God damn it. I think you got it. No, like, there's a specific word. For retcons like, retcon there we go retcons yeah it does um which is weird decision it is and it also <laughs> that entire movie was used to explain away a plot hole that people didn't like about this one which we'll talk about that when we get yeah, to the we'll end see. um but yeah I'm, I'm i'm glad you liked it actually yeah. also i feel like people are a lot harder on this movie than it really deserves to be like a lot of the things people made fun of with this movie watching it in context like yeah that's Makes sense. That's fine. Makes total sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Um, I think it is one of those things of like, in context, like you're saying, it really does make way, way, way more sense. And like, yeah. a thing that's goofy, it's like supposed to be goofy. Yeah. Like, it's Star Wars. You're not really supposed to take Star Wars uber seriously. I think, yeah, I think some of it has to do with like, retroactively thinking it's a lot. Because again, like the way that people discuss these movies, you would think this is like the Godfather, like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> always serious. And like the only times it's not serious was like a mistake. No, these fucking Hans over here fucking giving Luke shit constantly. Yeah, the first twenty minutes of this movie is droids fucking shitting on each other. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, I was, I, fuck man, I loved C three PO and R two in the prequels. Oh, they're fucking amazing. They're so in good. They're, they're like the best comedic they're foils. Like, yeah, I was gonna say they're for. a very. They're a very nice catalyst to this movie. Like, they actually, in a weird way, keep the plot moving the entire time, but it doesn't feel forced. Yeah, that's too- Like, people have told me that R2's MacGuffin? No, he's a fucking character! What the hell are these yeah. people talking about? He has, like, attitude and, like, a character, and, like, he- He's- He's- Yeah! Yeah, like- <laughs> He does shit! He has more- He has more charisma than a lot of people in the prequels do, just by doing beeps and boops. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Um, I, yeah, I really like it. I think it's also the thing that I always forget is how fucking charming yeah, Harrison Ford is. Yeah. yeah. Like every single time, like I, I'm not watching this movie. I'm like, yeah, he's like good. But then you watch and you're like, no, like there's a reason why this guy got super famous. Yeah. You like, you immediately love him and it's crazy because he's such an asshole too. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like he's such a lovable Very, asshole. Yes. There's a term for that. It's called the magnificent bastard. Is it coined by the movie? No. Okay. <laughs> uh, a lot of people actually point to like Carp- or Cartman from South Park for a magnificent bastard. Someone who is an asshole and like people get pissed off at them all the time, but you can't help but love them. I disagree from what I've seen, but whatever. <laughs> I've seen all of South Park a couple times, actually, <laughs> thanks to Liz. And I will also disagree with that. I think that Cartman is an enjoyable character, but I don't like Cartman. Yeah, no, but <laughs> in general, he's considered to be a lovable character, like within... I guess the fandom of South Park, but nevertheless, I don't know. Like he's usually like the example that people give for magnificent bastard. Har- like Han Solo is another good example, though. I feel like there's way better examples than Cartman. But I'll digress. <laughs> I, I, you know, I'll say it here. I'm not like a huge fan of South Park. Yeah, it's right. like it's fine in a lot of ways. I think it's too much in a lot of other ways. But it is. Uh, that's the here or there. Uh, we could watch the South Park fucking movie some point, and then I'll get all my South Park opinions out. But I think the South Park movie is actually the best that South Park has ever been. <laughs> well, that's good. It's their movie. It's very good. <laughs> yeah. Actually. Anyways, uh, Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, any? I think another. I don't think it's a spoiler. Um, there's a very large difference in the design of the lightsaber compared to the prequels, and I kind of dig these ones. They're more sword-like. Um. If memory serves, that does change throughout even this original trilogy. I mean, that's fair. <laughs> but yeah, it is interesting seeing like, oh, this is a blade. Yeah, like yeah. it's def- <laughs> it's a blade made of light. Yeah, it's it's really interesting. Um, I think I would just say that's kind of this whole movie. There's a lot of really interesting tidbits that they don't need to expand on that are just cool. Yeah, yeah. Like, I I kind of brought it up in the prequels, wondering about it, but like. C-3PO just has a silver leg. That's just kind of a cool character design. Like, other than just being completely gold, he has a silver leg. That'll that'll probably come back up, I'm not sure, but, like, that's just kind of a cool character design, in my opinion. That's actually very much a George Lucas thing. Like, another little fun fact I found out about him, it's not even just a Star Wars thing, it's just a him thing, is with him being such a big weeb, one thing that he liked about Japanese cinema is how, like, sometimes they'll have something in the background that's just not explained, and then you can kind of come up with your own reasoning behind it. He sometimes does it well, sometimes not so much. And in that case, like, I guess, like, um, kind of like how they go into that cantina and how, like, oh, yeah, this is basically, like, we're the biggest, baddest uh, mercs in the galaxy come, come hang out. Like, they don't really need a whole lot, lot of explanation of who everyone is, just just know that they're a bunch of badasses kind of thing. Or, like, uh, CP3O's leg or, I guess, a whole bunch of other things. But, yeah. Like I said, it, sometimes it works well, other times not so much. One thing that I do want to say. All right is that um, the meddling mm-hmm. that was later done for these special editions. Yeah. And are, and are in every version now. They're extremely obvious. Yeah. That they're done, because it's pretty bad CGI. Um, I'm glad they're more obvious now, unless, like, when they first came out, I was like, wow, this is spectacle. It doesn't add anything to it, but at least it looks nice. Yeah. At the time. Now it doesn't look nice, so it's very obvious for the most part. And I kind of appreciate that. <laughs> I know. Well, that's the thing that I think fans have complained about forever about it. He's just like, oh, like, 
we didn't have the technology back in 1977 to do this stuff with the movie, so we're just going to go ahead and remaster it and do it now. And then a lot of people were like, you should have just left it the way that it was. Like, it was better before you added all this crap. Well, it's one of those things, like, it's what, like, especially as a game designer, it's something you have to learn. Sometimes you just have to let your thing be done. Yeah. Like, it, again, like, it never actually added anything. Like, I'm sure in George Lucas's mind, that's what it was supposed to always be like. He probably always wanted this cool little elephant monsters constantly walking around. Yeah, probably. I get that, but like at a point you're you're supposed to be done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like if you constantly keep meddling with it, all that happens is you overtune everything. Which I think you see the worst of it later in this original trilogy yeah. where he overtuned. Um there's a lot in this first one. You see the worst of the meddling later, I think. Uh in a way that is actually frustrating Mm. yeah uh, there's a scene in in particular with return of the jedi that even as a kid i was like why do you need this in your movie and that's stuff that wasn't added until 2004 ish Um, so when they got cds actually that one must have been added in 2006 2006 2007 why you'll know they have a Wii in the background, and they should just see two aliens playing Wii, doing Wii Sports Tennis. It was the future. But yeah, so you liked it. Yeah, very good. All right. A lot more charming than the prequel trilogy? Yes, um, a lot more everything than the prequel trilogy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, the prequel trilogy kind of left a bad taste in my mouth that the best of it was I thought it was okay at the end. Yeah, <laughs> which is not where you want to be. Yeah, whereas this, like... This definitely would have been a better starting point, but at the same time, then I would have to go back to the prequels. <laughs> yeah. And I think I would have been much harder on them if I did. To be Which fair, was the, the point I was trying to make. I was yeah. I was curious if that was a big reason why people hated it so much. No, they're just bad, but... They're bad, but they would have been worse. Yeah. <laughs> but to be fair, it wasn't fair that we had to spend like the last three months going like, trust me, it gets better with the fourth movie. <laughs> why do I have to wait until four movies down the line to actually enjoy this? Yeah. Oh, man. But, uh, Robbie. Yeah. With it having been so long since you've seen it. So there are some things that I didn't remember. But, like, once again, I think some stuff as an adult I can appreciate a lot more, too. With it, Like you said, uh, Harrison Ford, despite him not being a huge fan of Han Solo, is very charming in his role. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually kind of agree with the sentiment I read online of, like, if he was a D&D character, he'd have very high charisma, but he'd have a hard time rolling persuasion above a four. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think every character has very high charisma. Like, fucking... Even C-3PO, a literal robot, has yeah. very high charisma. Like, there's a lot of smartasses in this, and it's actually to the betterment of the movie. Yes. There is a lot of, like, you know, the whole, this is a part of a bigger story of, like, oh, you just need to know what's going on to know what they're talking about with, like, maybe the Clone Wars, like, which a lot of people just had to speculate about until 2002. And they yeah. were disappointed. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they were. <laughs> well, yeah, to be fair, it was built up for like 30 years of like what it was and there's like a bunch of fan theories about it i've read a couple fan theories about what they thought the clone wars were gonna be and it was to everyone's disappointment wasn't there some novelizations written between those though i wouldn't doubt it there were novelizations i don't think anything was prequel no i think everything was following luke and han and leia yeah huh oh yeah um you're talking about the novelizations that happened of like oh this is what happens after return of the jedi yeah Yeah. interesting I yeah. guess that's kind of fair. Yeah. And, you know, it's before the height of the internet. 
Yes. Yep. Well, very before the height of the internet, I should say. But very much so. Obviously, but like. Yeah, this movie did a lot for nerd culture, too, though. Unfortunately, mm. in a lot of ways. <laughs> it did a lot for corporate uh, culture, too, but that's also... I mean, like, you could see the DNA of this movie in so much. Yeah. Really, like, I would... Especially Marvel. Like, these character interactions are basically copy-pasted into a lot of Marvel movies, I would say. Extremely influential. Yeah. 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 But nevertheless, like, uh, this movie is a lot more charming than I remember it being, and... There are a couple continuity errors to it, but that's <laughs> we'll get easily to yeah. yeah. It's easily like just kind of like waved away with a lot of it, uh, especially or whenever you realize Obi Wan behind how we can just get over it. Di- is there a part we forget where he just goes through the screen and like you will forget the continuity <laughs> errors? <laughs> I mean, that probably worked on me whenever I was what twelve and watched this movie. <laughs> um, yeah, like. It is an enjoyable movie. It does have some space jank to it. Don't get me wrong, but it is all in all an enjoyable experience. Yeah, there are bits that are kind of funny, and then just some parts were just limited by the time. Yeah, that it kind of like nowadays again, almost fifty years after it was released. I think some of the things that are super janky in this one are smoothed out a bit in the next one. Okay. Um, I mean, it was their first movie, and then it gets yeah. back to some more jank after that. <laughs> There's a reason why. <laughs> I'm going to say there's a reason why people love the Five. next movie, Empire, so much. It's, I don't want to speak, I don't want to talk it up so much. Yeah. It's good. You want to leave E to like Yeah, that's when it. they set up how to get to the Death Star so they could blow it up in the next movie. <laughs> <laughs> that's the like blew my mind. Like what? I was like, oh man, I am so wrong. I'm, I'm really interested in what you're going to think of the next movie. Yeah, th- yeah. Uh, these movies do a whole lot of like, oh yeah. A lot of this stuff happened, but it happened in the background, but we're just talking about it now. Yeah. I, I think that's fair. Like, there's a lot, like, again, I think the prequels over-explained everything, whereas this hits a good balance to me, where it's, like, clear there's an established past for these characters, but they don't have to dote on it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Luke meets up with a friend at a point, and you're like, okay, they're friends. Yeah. Like, they, <laughs> they have some inside joke that none of us get because we're not them. Yeah, it's yeah. cool. Um, I think for me, what the funniest part is about the prequel series is that that whole prequel thing was designed around a five-minute conversation with Obi Wan, <laughs> <laughs> more or less. Yeah, I mean, it, the dynamic of Obi Wan and Vader, which I assume everyone was really interested. Uh, I guess I'm only the first movie in. I can't say if that was entirely part of that but people were curious there there's a lot of like like robbie said a lot of speculation speculated a ton about like what this universe really was and what yeah. happened and like i guess one good example about that one speculation that i heard about uh when people heard of the clone wars they automatically assumed like oh they cloned jedis to become like these massive armies to fight them and that obi-wan kenobi was supposed to be a code name and so it was supposed to be like you know o as in zero and then b and one kenobi as in he was one of the clones that survived <laughs> the clone wars the stupid shit fans come up with and it's yeah. amazing like, that it's from back then and we're still at that point yeah yeah <laughs> but yeah like there are speculations like that of what the clone wars actually were and so like but once again there's like a 30 year gap between yeah. the original trilogy and the prequel trilogies not quite 30 this was 77 I guess yeah, I was gonna say, wasn't Return of the Jedi like nineteen eighty five or something? It's gonna be a dumb reason for I guess so, but the Simpsons did a bit about that. 
at, for in a flashback episode, and they're they from, and that would be in the eighties. So I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Return of the Jedi, uh, released in nineteen eighty three. Okay. Okay. So. Probably closer to twenty because wasn't they didn't um Phantom Menace come out like ninety nine mm-hmm. yeah yeah okay so yeah you're right yeah hmm. seventeen years ish sixteen that's a long time to just like leave fans to come up with their own theories though it's a long I mean I would say it's a decent time for this movie trilogy was ended and did not need any more things added to it probably yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't I uh, I'm, gonna, it, what, I'm yeah. a negative Nancy I hate. I mean to be like fair, some of it more. was uh, some of it was fan service. Uh, other parts of it was, hey, we can make a lot of money off of this. Yeah, uh, I, I'm the, I'm the biggest fucking negative Nancy about Hollywood. I hate all these dumbass sequels and continuations of series that are fine of being ended. Yeah, um, <laughs> I agree with you for the most part. Actually, I think there's a lot of things that need to know when their natural stopping point is. Mm-hmm. And Star Wars and Lucas uh, did not. I'm glad that that legacy didn't end with the prequels of course uh because i think that they went went on to do better things on, at disney uh, personally i know that's a bad opinion to have on the internet nowadays that yeah. the sequel it's trilogy is not allowed to have positive feelings towards star wars towards the sequel trilogy now now it's that the original and the prequels are perfect and untouchable i find it funny well like no a lot of people still fucking hate the prequels they just like making memes about it which is funny so many memes even even now new memes popped up this year for it yeah, I saw that. Um, okay, disclaimer in case anyone's listening in the future. It's like one between uh, Anakin and Padme. Padme. Yeah. We're like, did you do the thing? She answers. And he looks at her and she's like, you did the thing? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that one. Um, <laughs> I, it even clicked to me that was from the prequels, which shows you how much sometimes I just forget about shit I don't care about. It's from episode two, so I don't blame you. Yeah. <laughs> I probably was fucking groaning the entire time. It was probably some shitty dialogue. You were. We were laughing at it. Okay. Yeah. 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 I remember. But like, I remember like seeing that. I was like, oh, what movie was this? And I saw a bunch of people talking. It was a prequel. I was like, when did that happen? I don't remember that at all. <laughs> I just blocked it out of your memory. I did. It's for the best. But yeah, uh, Star Wars. Woo. <laughs> I think I think we got most of the general feelings out. So yeah, still good then for you, Robbie. Yeah. I think it's pretty obvious for me. I like. Star Wars. Yeah. This is good Star Wars. This isn't the best Star Wars, but it is. Yep, that would it go is... to episode three, The Clone Wars. <laughs> it is yeah. an incredibly good Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, I guess we'll talk non-spoilers, I guess, until uh, Obi-Wan is in, and then it's going to have to be spoilers from there on. I yeah. mean, I don't know. What, it, what is there truly to say about the intro? Like, Not much. You get yeah. introduced to, well, actually it starts off with Starts off in a space station being attacked. Yes, with uh, all of the not clone troopers anymore. Now they're stormtroopers. Yeah, right. They were demoted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Vader himself coming on and destroying a bunch of stuff. Choked and a bitch, as I said. Choked a fucking, just snapped his fucking neck. Yeah. It has Leia giving plans over to C-3PO and R2-D2 and they're Mostly R2-D2. C-3PO has no idea what's going on. Yeah, yeah that's true. Actually, I wanted to... Is it? It's Leia, right? Because yeah. they kept saying Leah in this in <laughs> yeah. this movie. Yeah, there's a lot of weird pronunciations. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It, it, it's officially Leia, though. It's Leia. Okay. Yeah, Princess Leia. Um, they didn't know what's going on. Also, one fun thing <laughs> that I like about this that just spoiler doesn't continue on. She just has a British accent. Yeah, I noticed that this time around. It's not 
ever again. Carrie Fisher have a British accent? Nope. <laughs> maybe it's just because there's so many British people on, in the cast. Maybe she just picked it up. Maybe. maybe. Maybe it was one of those, like, she's a princess, she's royalty, British people are royalty. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty noticeably not there in the next movie. <laughs> Spoilers. But yeah, like I completely forgot that she had an accent in this movie too. But yes. it's very it just <laughs> it's a very slight and subtle one too. I which... guess I'll see in the next one because I don't know what she's supposed to sound like yet. Yeah, you'll hear her so, like we'll actual see. voice. Like it just seemed like she was doing a deep voice right now. Like there's supposed to be weight behind her words. Yeah. Kind of feeling. Yeah, yeah. It's a. Uh, it's weird, <laughs> but. I don't uh, know, they were definitely flying by the seat of their pants. Yes, they were. <laughs> yeah, it, this is very much one of those, uh, they attack space station, you find out through Vader that they stole plans from that ship, and they're at, and they're there to get them back. Yeah. She gives the plans to R2-D2, they fly off of the ship, and because they need a plot uh, hook to keep going forward, uh, they see this little, uh, they see this pod flying out, and they're like, oh, there's no life forms on it, it might just be malfunction. Yeah. And then you get 20 minutes of following R2-D2 and C-3PO in the desert, yeah. which is really fun. It's fun. <laughs> I think it's a little too long. It's long. It's yeah. longer than I remember. Um, but it's fun. Yeah, I like them. Yeah, they get him. captured by uh, Ewoks? What are they? No. Sand people? No, they're not sand people. They're sand people. Jawas? Um, they are Jawas? I think they're Jawas. I don't think it says in the movie, so maybe I don't have it to. It does. Oh, damn. It does. But yeah, they're the basically the scavengers of that planet. Like They find a bunch of scrap metal and whatever else out in the middle of the desert, and then go and sell it to people. Yeah. Mostly the moisture farmers. Oh, <laughs> God, it's so stupid. Uh, Yeah, so, like, C-3PO and R2 are captured and then sold to Uncle Ben. Wait, what's his no, name? No, to Uncle Owen. Uncle Owen. Not Uncle Ben. <laughs> Completely different. Definitely not an inspiration for this family dynamic. Nope. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so then Luke... Gets the iconic message, help me, Obi-Wan, you're my only helper, man. You are my only hope. Yeah. Yeah, and you kind of learn the Luke's family dynamic. He wants to fly. Yeah, he's, like, been training to be a pilot, and he's, like, pretty good. And, but his uncle and aunt do not want him to go anywhere because they need help with the farm. Yeah, and it's like, uh, he's just like his father. I know. I'm scared. That's what I'm worried about. Dun dun. Um, Which I think... That's some of the stuff that's like fun. That was fun to speculate. Like if you've seen this for the first time, but there is weight behind those words. Having seen the tr- prequels, well, yeah. even just knowing the truth. Yeah. <laughs> anyways. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> kind of a little arm. Uh, I guess not foreshadowing, but I mean, well, it's foreshadowing for the trilogy. Yeah. It was a uh, bad foreshadowing because there was never a plan for a sequel originally. But <laughs> yeah, it was just yeah. once again George Lucas likes to just kind of like leave little notes of here and there of like let you speculate and have, like, your own little theory on why this is that. I mean, it, it works, because that's a very, like, easily identifiable trope. Yeah, yeah Like, the wild father that died, basically. Yeah. Then the then R2's like, and they gotta fight Obi-Wan. Or yeah. Ben Kenobi, as he's known now. Yeah. <laughs> Old Ben Kenobi, Old ben Ken- which just sounds like try. Obi-Wan Kenobi. I'm surprised he wasn't captured before. <laughs> He didn't even change Kenobi, which you would think would be like the easily identifiable part of his name. Nope. <laughs> nope, they just look at the first name. Just the Obi and the old, even though they also sound remarkably similar. Yeah. I mean, th- it does kind of go with that. Of like, They go on that planet, R2-D2, is like, uh, well, I, Luke stumbles upon that message saying, help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi, you're my only help. Uh, and like, oh, like, there's a Ben Kenobi here, but maybe he knows who Obi-Wan is. Yeah. 
Maybe they're related. Yeah, it's dumb, but it's fun. Um, I mean, that would be my first guess if, like, someone came up and was like, do you know a Uriah Archuleta? Yeah. I don't know yeah. if you want me to dox your last name. Sorry. I say my last name uh, every yeah. time. <laughs> it's like, is there yeah, it's, a Uriah Archuleta? And I'm like, I don't know. This is a Uriah. Maybe he knows him. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of like if someone was looking for a meme, like, hey, do you know Bob? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I would, I'd be like, uh, no, what? <laughs> yeah. Because people who know me, like, none of them call me Bob. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, then they go out because R2 ran and. Luke needs them because moisture farming's hard. Yeah. That's what the bots were originally purchased for. Yeah. Uh, is to help with moisture farming. Yes. Because C3PO knows how to farm moisture pretty well. Apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Which, it's not the thing that technically makes sense from the prequel trilogy. Yeah. But, like, does it really matter? <laughs> no. It's world building. That's about it. Also, he could have just lied, too. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It's not like they test him on that. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, like we say, or like I said earlier, it feels like um, Han Solo is a guy who has a very high charisma, ro- or charisma but can't roll above a four. I feel like C-3PO is the opposite. Like, he has a very low charisma, but he rolls high every single time. Because he'll just, like, say something, and people are just like, oh, okay. I mean, I would trust a robot. Yeah, he's a robot, right? You're not <laughs> Like, if a robot was like, hello, I need to, I am made for baking popcorn. I wouldn't question that. Sure, that's what the robot's for. Yeah. And then everyone's like, ha ha, got him, I actually make butter. Ha <laughs> <laughs> Like, hey, can you make some, some popcorn? And he's just like churning butter. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> On it right away. Oh, yes, he's going to be making the ghee for the popcorn. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so uh, then they find old Ben Kenobi himself. Yeah, which is a really nice interaction. Yeah, like, you can tell, like, there's they're old friends, basically. It's kind of nice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so old Ben is like, Hey, Luke, here's a lightsaber from your dad. Here you go. Yeah, he <laughs> yeah. wanted you to have this. But your uncle was a lame Yeah, actually, that's kind of what he says. Uh-huh. Well, didn't he say he wanted you to have it when you're old enough? Yeah. 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 Which this would, like, canonically make him, like, 18 or 19 years old, so. 19. Luke, yeah, yeah. make Luke 19. So, like, yeah, you're, you're growing up to be an adult. I can give this to you now. Yeah. So he gives him the lightsaber. This was when I was like, oh, shit, they have a way different design for the lightsabers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Also, they awkwardly cut to open lightsabers. Yeah, because they have to. They don't have a thing to pop a hilt out or to pop a blade out from a hilt, and so it just they're there, and then it cuts, and they tried to get it as close as possible, but then it's just them with the blade out, which they did the thing like they did on Tron. They just colored over the the film, which right. works pretty well. Yeah, it does. It looks good. I think actually. To be fair, that's a technique that's been used since like. 1930s, I think. Yeah, yeah. Up yeah. until they finally started getting CGI in the 80s. Yeah, yeah. But I think I think it, I think it looks good, honestly. Yeah, like I think it works. Like I, I'm always a fan of like basically drawing on cells to yeah. introduce yeah. stuff. Stuff. Yeah. It look. It's very eye popping. Yeah, it is. Um. Also, one thing that I have been waiting like crazy to bring up. Okay. <laughs> I, I may have actually brought it up in the prequels anyway, but I don't remember. Um. There's a lot of lasers being shot. Yeah. Star Wars is extremely famous for just barrages of lasers everywhere. Yeah, yeah. There's a reason for it. Um, it's not because they're actually shooting that many lasers. It's because the film that they were shooting on had a lot of grains that, like, popped across the screen. <laughs> and so to cover up those grains and to make it look cleaner, they would every time that there was a grain there they didn't want, they would just put a laser over it. That's amazing. Yeah. Holy shit, that's amazing. It's always fun to learn about how they work around obstacles like that. 
And like yeah. the weird thing is because they did that, it looked cleaner at the time even. And I think it makes this look even cleaner in yeah. a weird way because they don't have to like work around that because that's just not there. It's just lasers instead. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't have to like enhance the film. It's just, yeah. All right. There you yeah. go. Yeah. Um, Oh Which gosh, also, I'm actually really surprised with how good this looked. Yeah, like you said, it cleaned up very well. So it I will, say, you could definitely tell it was not made for 4K. Like, yeah, you yeah. can see makeup and like you can see into their the costumes. miniatures are clearly miniatures now, but they look good. They look good, but like it, <laughs> it kind of like it's one of those things where it just kind of like disconnects me. Is like this is clearly a miniature, right? Yeah, I think that's something that the sequel trilogy does a lot better because they mix CG in with actual stuff and i think it becomes a lot harder to ascertain what's what well also again i bet if this was just hd it wouldn't bo- it wouldn't like pop out to me as much it's yeah, because right. this is a medium that literally didn't exist back then <laughs> yeah that's true yeah <laughs> the closest you had is um like that was a whole big thing about the theater experience before hd yeah. tvs is like that was the one like things like imax cuz i want to say imax dates back pretty far too is like that was like the definitive cinema experience. Like of this course. is the best um, picture quality you can get because as soon as we put it on TV, we're gonna have to compress the ever living hell out of it to fit on your screen. Right. right. Like that's why IMAX got to be like the format is because it like it used film again, whereas almost every other projector, even my favorite cinema, the Dolby Cinema, uses laser. Um, but every other projector is digital. Um, IMAX, real true IMAX, which we don't have anywhere around here. Um, Probably because that's expensive. It's extremely expensive. It uses yeah. real film. And so when it uses real film and it has real silver behind the screen, which is why it was called the silver screen, fun fact there. It's not relevant to anything, but there was real silver in the screen. That's what like projected on so hard. That's why it looked so bright and so colorful, even in that room with a projector. Film, when being projected, looks like what it's supposed to look like. So it looks fucking incredible. If you go to an IMAX film now and it's, you, it's projected through 75 millimeter film, you're getting that same 75 millimeter that somebody in the 70s watching an actual 75 millimeter film at the theater would have gotten. Yeah, that's why film reels are so sought after, even now, yeah, like especially old ones. Yeah, like this movie at the time in theaters looked fucking incredible. Oh, I bet it. You would have been seeing about a 4K version of the movie, just a little grainier because yeah, they couldn't film. Yeah, um, but it looked good, and there was from probably the 90s to or mid-90s to, I'm going to say 2010, that that got lost because so many digital projectors started coming into the theaters because they're cheaper and easier and you don't have to train people mm-hmm. to know how to run a projector. And you don't accidentally kill your footage. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So it became a bit of a lost art for a while. But I'm, I'm very happy to see that it's going back to that and like digital technology is catching up with what physical can now do. Yeah. With like Dolby and it being laser and stuff like that. But yeah. Yeah. Weird cinema fun fact, I guess. Cinema fun facts <laughs> with Dry Archuleta, the new spinoff. Ding. Uh, what were we even talking about? Uh, oh, was, right, the laser thing. Yeah, like <laughs> I was just talking about lasers and uh, yeah, miniatures. Cover up brain. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, but we were actually talking about Ben Kenobi. Yes. <laughs> just kind of like setting shit up, and they watched the entire Help Me Obi Wan. Yeah, yeah. Which doesn't reveal that much more, really, other than where they should go. Yeah. 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 It was very much one of those, like, well, I got to get off this planet and do this now. You should help me because you're young and able to, and I'm getting old, yeah, and I can't like, do I'm this like anymore. I'm like 70 years old. That's basically retirement age. <laughs> yeah, actually. Um, and Luke's like, what? I would love to. I'd <laughs> love to go on an adventure, but I have family, and they rely chores. on me. <laughs> I have moisture chores to do. 
Ew. This <laughs> sounds gross. That's what every teenager says, damn it. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, so then they go up and they notice the Jawas have a destroyed thing. And, and they're like, oh, shit, that's not good. It looks like, oh, fuck, my family. Yeah, and so yeah. he, like, speeds home and they're just burned to death. Yeah. yeah. They're is... just charred skeletons now. It is actually really fucking cool and really shows how ruthless Vader is, yeah, which is yeah. awesome yeah. Com- coming from the prequels, which are very <laughs> lame, yes, quite frankly. Yes. Uh, I think the only like brutality you see in the prequels is when he kills all the children. But that's like a cheap... That's also off-screen. Yeah, it is off-screen. You're right. Um, which you know, this was I was about to make off-screen. that joke. Is like He goes and sees his charred char- aunt and uncle... Because Vader killed all of them, not just the men, but the women and the children too. I don't think there are children <laughs> on that planet. There are Jawa's children? There are Jawa children. He probably killed some children then. Probably. <laughs> but um, yeah, because they were the Vader's looking for the droids because he knows they got the schematics for the Death Star and shit. Yes, uh, that's that's what Vader is like running after them this whole movie for is because yeah. they have the schematics of the Death Star, and if they have the schematics of the Death Star. They can find weaknesses and take yeah. down the giant Death Star weapon yeah. that blows up planets. So he's just trying to stop them from having those plans the entire movie. Yeah. And Luke's like, well, fuck. No more chores. Uh, uh, let's yeah, go, Ben. Ben, I'm going to go with you. This place is sort of uh, dead. dead. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then another really, like, fuck situation with my timeline. They go to the cantina, which I could have sworn would have been in the second movie. Nope. <laughs> nope, that's in this one. Yeah. Yeah, and then they meet Han Solo there. And Chewie. Yeah. Because yeah. they're looking for a smuggler to get them off the planet, and they find him at this place where that's just full of smugglers and bad people. Yeah. Where they have that, I guess, somewhat infamous line of the, he doesn't like you. I don't I like, like you either. either. <laughs> yeah. I'm Irish. <laughs> um, I'm from Space Ireland. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, I think that there's an entire novel series based on that character. I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's why was. he's wanted in 17 galaxies. Or like whatever. literally, just a spinoff thing, and I think his series ends when he goes into that cantina. That's where you need to end it. What else? <laughs> he dies. What do you mean? Yeah. It's just. I mean, very it's kind, weird. It's kind of like how every single Abraham Lincoln movie ends with "Come on, honey, we're going to the theater." Yeah, even Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Yeah. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> uh, I'll say one of the things. The cantina's fucking cool. Yeah. But with how people talk about it, you would have thought it's a way bigger thing than it is. Yeah, it's five minutes. Yeah. It's like, chiz everywhere, it's, though. It's fine. Shut fuck off. <laughs> like, it, it, like, it's fucking cool. And I, again, it's one of those things I love where you can see the personality in every alien there. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Like, you get this feeling like all of them are there for a reason. Yeah. It's uh, some are just people in spacesuits, but yeah, yeah, yeah like legitimately just spacesuits. And the devil, the devil's there yeah, randomly. Satan's there. Yeah, but God. like you get the feeling like with how the actors are portraying their character, aliens and stuff. Like it seems like people knew they were doing something weird that hasn't been done before. Mm-hmm. Um, at the time, it 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 felt really weird for studios because it was like this: we're not giving you money, we can't give you time. This is gonna sh- suck. <laughs> Westerns are the fucking thing right now. You gotta you have ninety nine percent of the toy sales because this shit ain't gonna sell. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Which I guess it's actually another big thing is like the fact that westerns were so prevalent in the, our seventies and like this just came out of left field. Yeah, this was a space western, but it was also way flashier, way funnier, way more new ideas. Like this felt 
from what I've been told and read, I wasn't there at the time, obviously. Yeah. It felt fresh and new and different. And yeah, like something you've disclaimer, never seen. Disclaimer, none of us existed back then. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Which, I actually I guess... went out of my way to ask a coworker. He was like 55, and he was a, he was a kid when these came out. I was like, what was it like to just like be around when Star Wars came out? He's like, it was the biggest thing ever. Like, I remember going to the theater with my dad, and he took me there, and my mind was blown. I've never seen or heard anything like that in my life. And it was just this whole new thing. He said he was immediately wowed with the text scrolling on the screen because he had never seen yeah. anything like it before. Which, yeah, fun fact, uh, Star Wars was the very first... Uh, it, it's very much just like a preset on every computer now to be able to do that, but it was such a new thing to have that back then. So much so that like he said that he wanted the scrolling text in space, and the only way they were able to achieve it in 1977 was to have a camera on a rig that was going down and just like kind of going past the text. On it, so like that's actually a practical shot. Yeah, yeah. I've got a lot of shit. Like, it is easy to take it for granted now. Yeah, like there is a lot of that shit that's so impressive. Even, even in twenty twenty one, watching this, some of this shit still impresses me that they managed to do. Yeah, like I'm, I'm gonna stand by the miniature design. Like I think that shit is so fucking detailed. It is way better than the prequels shit. Yeah, honestly, I will sure. say that for a matter of fact. I don't care that that's an opinion. Well, it's an opinion, <laughs> but like whenever people go with uh, practicals better than CGI, that's like one of the main arguments yeah. is the prequels versus uh, normal or not normal. <laughs> the prequels versus the original trilogy of Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, it's like fucking amazing to look at, and again, like in 4K, a thing that isn't a real existence <laughs> shouldn't be uh yeah it like sticks out but like in the actual real world where it should exist <laughs> where we should be it looks cool it's fucking amazing yeah. like you're seeing so much shit that shouldn't be there yeah <laughs> and it's awesome it's really cool it's insane that they were able to pull off as much as they did with honestly a shoestring budget um for what this movie was right yeah. <laughs> and like the crew and just kind of throwing everything together like this was a like very much a throw everything we have at the wall because and hope we're not going to have a career after this <laughs> <laughs> right um yeah what a, uh cantina i don't know if there's much else to say here han gets out after the a very famous thing of did han shoot first oh which... yeah actually i want to bring that up like it looks bad yeah the the fake shooting that uh, Greedo apparently did. It yeah. doesn't look like he tried to shoot him anyways. Yeah. yeah, they added that to make it look like Han wasn't a bad person. But he is. Yeah. Like, why is that <laughs> like not they a hired contest? Him, yeah, they hired him as a smuggler because he's not a good person. Yeah, like yeah. He, he clearly doesn't give a shit about morals. Yeah. yeah. He shot so, someone anyways. <laughs> what is I mean, yeah, they, they didn't want him to seem like a bad guy kind of thing, though. Even, even though, like, the whole idea of the movie is he starts off as a bad guy, and, like, towards the end, he saves Luke, or saves Luke's skin, therefore, like, his arc of becoming a better guy. Right, like, that. yeah, having that be not as much of a clear-cut thing, I think, kind of takes away from his arc. Right. Yeah, it does. And then when he leaves and Luke and Obi-Wan leave, they go do their thing before they uh, meet up and fly away. Um, you have a scene with Han and Jabba, which that was something that was originally shot. So it was shot. The thing is, <laughs> in the original movie when it was shot, Jabba the Hutt is a human. 
Mm. He's just a fat dude, though. Yeah. Oh. It was literally just a guy standing there. Yeah, just some fat dude in, like, weird garb, like, king garb, basically. Huh. So Han is talking to a real person, and then whenever they added it in for all the special editions, they put in the, the bad CG job of the hut. Okay. Which that also explains, explains the dialogue. The, the line of, like, yeah. you're just a human kind of thing. Yeah, yeah the, you're the best hu- human being. Yeah. Um, also, uh, it explains why there is that really weird step up thing when he was walking behind Jabba. Uh huh. Because he's walking and you just see his entire body go, yeah, to make it seem like he's going over a tail. Um, but they just clearly pick his thing up and put him, which is bad. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was a scene that was a shot and then cut out. So it wasn't in any of the versions of the movie until they redid it with the special huh. edition CG. It also explains why he's clearly not talking to Jabba yeah. in the entire thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because like that that bugged me the most out of the whole thing that like it was clearly not in the same realm of existence. Yes. Yeah. Like here's a little thing. Like I found a screenshot of what it So that's originally what Job of the Hut was supposed to look like. You probably have yeah, seen, I've seen it. Before, it. Yeah, he's seen it before. <laughs> like there's actually there is footage if you can find it of what it was originally supposed to look like, but whenever they remastered it, they added that scene and then made the CGI Jabba. But yeah. like what does that scene add? Nothing, because he even repeats lines that he did in the cantina. Yeah. Which is why it was cut originally anyway, because it's really unnecessary. Yeah. <laughs> huh. I mean, that's like an interesting tidbit. Yeah. Like, from a production standpoint, but yeah, it's a dumb scene. Yeah, it doesn't need to be in there. A whole bunch of stuff happens. We eventually get to Luke and Ben and Han on the ship, running going away. To... Yeah, well, they're going to Alderaan, because... That's the idea. Yeah. Yeah. They're going that way because Obi-Wan needs to meet up with the princess at Alderaan. Yes. But we uh, get to see more of Darth Vader's being a badass. Yeah. yeah. And super heartless. And uh, he just gives the order to blow up an entire planet. Well, actually, he doesn't. It's the that, other guy. That yeah. is the interesting It part, is the commander. Actually. Yes. Um, which is backed up from some stuff that happens in the prequels. Anakin wasn't exactly a leader. Yeah. Um, so, I guess they did right by that in the prequels. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I, it's again, it's one of those things where it's after after knowing that this wasn't planned to be a continuated thing. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things that Vader was more of a opposing force than the actual leader, than the actual villain. Like yeah. he he was yeah. the strong man, basically. Yeah. You get to see a lot of what Star Wars will be for forever. In the next movie. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I, I think, mean, that's when they knew there was more. <laughs> yeah, I think Empire Strikes Back sets up almost the entirety of Star Wars. <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> yeah, but uh, so Chancellor Man, I don't know his fucking name. Uh, just the guy. The guy is just like, hey, if you don't tell us where the rebels are, or the rebel yeah, where the rebel bases, mm-hmm. where the rebel bases will blow up Alderaan. And Leia's like, like, I'll never do it. He's like, like well, I'll like, blow it up. Yep. And she's like, they're on Cribbity Jicket Land. I don't fucking know. <laughs> they are on Dantooine. They're on Dan Land. <laughs> Dantooine. Dantooine. Not Tatooine. Dantooine. It's real dumb. But. <laughs> and he's like, haha, you fucking idiot. I'm going to blow it up anyways. Yeah. Yep. And then does. But he gives a very bad guy answer in a way that does make more sense seeing it as an, uh, an adult because he's like, alright, blow it up anyway. She's like, wait, you can't do that. And it's like, well, if we blow up Dantooine, it's not going to send quite as strong of a message as if we blow up Alderaan. So we're going to blow up Alderaan. 
Yeah. <laughs> also, don't trust you. Don't trust people. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So that happens, and then uh, Han and them warp into it, and they're like, "Well, we should be on the planet now. There's not a planet here. Shit. Just an asteroid field." Yeah. And they're like, "What the hell?" And then Obi's like, "They probably fucking blew it up, man." Yeah. <laughs> well, he says it beforehand too, because like. While they're still in hyperspace, right. he has to sit down and he's just like, I just had a very big disturbance in the force. Like, a million voices just got silenced all at once. Yeah, like a million voices were screaming and silenced all at once. Which is a really good line, actually. Yeah, Because <laughs> getting the idea of, like, basically there was a bustling city here and now there's nothing. Yeah. Kind of, like, it's supposed to give you that sense of dread. Yeah. Which I think works pretty well, actually. Yeah. Uh, you also get to see while they're in hyperspace, Luke training with the lightsaber, and you <laughs> get like some fun stuff with Chewie and C three PO and R two D two playing no, space chess. Actually, I should say Chewie's actor is amazing. He's like, really yeah. good. Never for a second, like I keep forgetting that there's obviously not a Yeti in yeah. existence because <laughs> yeah. it's that good. Yeah, yeah. Isn't the guy like the original actor who played him? Isn't he like seven foot three or something like that? Yeah, he he is as he, tall as big. Chewie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's big just guy. like again, like again, fr- starting at the prequels, it's really weird to see like all these things have so much weight. Yeah, to everything, even like the droids. They <laughs> yeah, feel like they're like a weird thing is like R two has to like step, and I didn't think about that, but that makes sense. He can't turn. <laughs> like there's so much cool shit like that in this. Yeah, yeah. It it feels more fully realized. Instead of just something that feels like something that was designed to sell toys. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, wait, you get there, though. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just, like, I, I want to gush while I can. Yeah. Because I'm pretty yeah. sure soon I'm going to be like, fuck capitalism. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> More so than usual. Gush, yeah. <laughs> while I can gush about the designs and stuff that are Before really money became a huge factor yeah. in the series. Yeah. Like, it's so cool. Uh yeah. Also, while Luke was training, was the ball always there, or was it like added a bit sometimes? Like the ball was always there. It felt inconsistent. Uh, the ball was always there. That was something that that was like a weird claymation thing that they had to do. Yeah, yeah. Like, like claymation was basically back then what CGI is now. Yeah, like the chessboard. Yeah, thing uses claymation. I can tell. Which yeah, I like. I the love claymation. Board. Yeah, it looks fun. I think it works better with the chessboard. But. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that chessboard a lot. Yeah, there's a lot of like world building and stuff from not really world uh character building that's yeah. really neat. Uh Luke's like kind of starting to understand the force, it looks like. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't quite understand what it is or how it works, but it starts working. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I almost felt it that time. Yeah. And always sounds like, Yeah, you go, Luke. You got it, buddy. <laughs> We're doomed. <laughs> <laughs> also, the a cool thing with Hans actually is like he's just like, yeah, what do you mean the force? The force is bullshit. Yeah, I love Hans. Like, complete disrespect for the Force as being this shitty old religion. It's yeah. so much fun. It's like, yeah, it's really interesting. It's, it, well, and it makes sense in the lore. Like, yeah. all the Jedi are dead. Yeah, like, like, the Empire left. rules everything. There aren't Jedi. They're just known as being this old religion that nobody knows what the fuck it is. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, also, to be fair, like, it, they kind of, uh, even on the Death Star, whenever they're talking to Darth Vader, like, Darth Vader even says... Like, all right, they talk Dark Vader and say, like, you know, like, you're the only one who follows that religion anymore, right? Yeah, yeah, which is, like, so good. Yeah. yeah. So like, good. It's, yeah, 
Fucking Vader's awesome in this. <laughs> I, 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 you could tell like how much I did it, like it's just by how much I gush about yeah. all this yeah. shit. It's one of those like you expected another Anakin, but then you found out. That. I didn't necessarily expect it because I know like at some point these characters had to be good or else no one would like these movies. Right, yeah. but you can you you can probably just off of this one movie see why so many people were pissed off at how bad Anakin was in comparison yeah. to Darth Vader. Yeah, yeah. Just like yeah, a lot of cool shit. Yeah, they they get to the planet and then they get captured by the Death Star. Oh wait, there's no moon that that scene. Yeah, yeah. that's one of the things I would say works way better in context. If so there feels, is no moon. Yeah, yeah. It feels so stupid out of context, but it works so well in context. He's flying towards that moon. What do you mean? There's not a moon here. Oh, that's a space station. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you can't build one that big. Oh fuck. Yeah, <laughs> like it feels like that. Like it's like, oh shit, that should not exist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> once again, gives you that overwhelming sense of dread. Yeah, yeah. So they get captured, but they're good at hiding, <laughs> especially the droids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I love this whole thing because it's such a like random heroes wandering into a thing. They have no idea what the fuck is going on. Yeah, they just know that. They need to do Ac- a thing. Accidentally, <laughs> accidentally stumbling into uh, something way bigger than they are. It yes. feels like if Link was just suddenly in Halo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess in probably the context of something that I told Dry, that's another fan theory. If like Link just randomly stumbled into Doom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's great. They like hide under the paneling of the ship, and yeah. they like get caught their uh, armor and. Sneak into the place because they get readings that like Leia's on the ship, so they go to rescue yeah. her. And then Obi Wan's like, "If we're gonna fly the ship away, we have to get rid of the, the tractor beam. The tractor beam, which is gonna pull us in. So I'm gonna go do that. You guys go find Leia. No, they, he says stay there. Yeah, he did. Oh, he does, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, he's like, I'm gonna go take care of this. I can't let you guys get hurt. Stay here. I'll take care of this. I'll be back. And Han's yeah. like, That's bullshit. Oh, I want to <laughs> do stuff. And Luke's like, Well, if we save the princess. Like, no, Obi-Wan said to stay here, Luke. <laughs> she has Very... a lot of money. All right, let's go save the princess. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, again, it's so weird. Because, like, you really should hate Han with how he's written. Yeah. But it's such a charismatic character that every line works, even if he's such a fucking asshole. Yeah. Which, if I remember correctly, wasn't this, like, Harrison Ford's first movie? Or one of his very first? I don't remember, actually. Because I remember hearing that Harrison Ford actually was hired on as a carpenter for this movie, and they asked him if he wanted to play the role, and he's like, okay, sure. I, I don't know. I think that's true. Yeah. But I... Maybe. Let's Who knows? Um, it's what the internet told me. Yeah, so they go to find Leia in uh, cell block C51942. I don't fucking... Uh... Asterisk. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're like... Oh, Luke's like, I have a plan. And he tries to handcuff Chewie, and Chewie's like, ah! And yeah, like, they basically just like, oh, like, we won't fully put them on you, but like, just wear these. You'll pretend like you'll be our prisoner while we wear these stormtrooper outfits. <laughs> and they just walk around stupidly. <laughs> yeah. Once again, that kind of falls under, like, it's such a big space station. If you just act like you belong there, people will just, like, assume that, that you're supposed to be there. I think that works better when they're... <laughs> okay, so this is... This is somewhat referencing something I talk about later with uh, Obi Wan wandering the ship. Yeah, I think it works better because they're dressed as the stormtroopers right. in this. But yeah, I think that's what it is. It's just one of those. If you act like you belong in an area, people won't question it. They'll just like, okay, he's supposed to be here. Right. Yeah. It's just funny. 
Um, it is kind of funny because it seems like he's trying to sneak around up until he's not anymore. Yeah. So it's just like a back and forth between them going to the Leia prison ship and Obi-Wan. Trying to shut down the tractor beam. Yeah. And then I kept forgetting that's what he was doing because I was like, oh, yeah, Obi-Wan's going to fight Vader. It's like, no, he wasn't. He was just going to turn off the ship. To be fair, a lot of stuff happens. The only reason you know he's going to fight Vader is because Vader can sense that Obi-Wan is on the ship and he says, I need to talk or I need to face my master alone. Yeah. Um, Did you find Carpenter's theory? Yeah. So uh, Harrison Ford worked on American Graffiti with George Lucas already, and George Lucas apparently very much did not want anybody from his last production. He wanted completely new faces all around. And so Harrison Ford was off building sets. He was working as a carpenter for Harris Ford. Uh, Henry Ford Coppola? Ford Coppola? Henry? Yeah, Henry Ford Coppola. Yeah. Uh, on a movie called Office, something I never heard of. I probably should have. Um, Which... And he was just working as a carpenter on that set, and then I guess Lucas called him and he's like, hey, do you want to do an audition, actually? Like, I'm working as a carpenter for this other thing, actually, so I'm kind of busy. Uh, I'm not going to do that. And he's like, just maybe? Okay. And apparently he just liked the vibe he gave off as a carpenter, so he gave him the role. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. What? One of those weird things. <laughs> and then it ended up making Harrison Ford's career. Yeah. It's very strange, actually. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's fucking stupid. All right. <laughs> it's stupid, but it's it's one of those stranger than fiction stories. Yeah, know? yeah. Just the guy who's like, I'm actually pretty cool just, like, making sets. He's like, D- maybe after. like, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and then he turned out to be extremely charismatic. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. Who could have known? Very, very weird. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, yeah, so they bu- they bust out Leia. Leia's like, aren't you kind of short for a stormtrooper? And Luke's like, yes, yes, I am. <laughs> He's like, what? Oh, sorry, the costume. <laughs> <laughs> like, somehow he forgot he was wearing that yeah. big-ass suit, though. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. Um, Even though earlier he was complaining he couldn't see through it. Yeah. Yeah, which is why the stormtroopers can't hit anything. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. So, people say that. They got a pretty good hit rate in this movie. They're all right. Yeah. Like, all right. It's a reasonable, with, like, how wild these weapons are, they got a pretty good hit rate. They're not yeah. bad. In fact, I would say the heroes have a worse hit rate than the stormtroopers. Yeah, they don't hit much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe this will be because, like, it, 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 with the fifth and the sixth movie, I might change my tone. I think that's a little overblown right now. I think Currently. that actually became more of a thing with the prequel trilogies. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. It, it was uh, more well-known then, yeah. But yeah. Yeah, they save Leia, and she's like, I'm the sassy one. But like Arr. the thing is, there is instant chemistry between Harrison Ford and Carrie Fisher and Mark Hamill. Like, yeah, they work really well. Yeah. Yeah, like it's one of those things of like if it was cast in any other way, I think this movie would have failed. Because from this point on, in in a way for me, honestly, because like the story's good and everything, but like the next forty minutes would suck ass if these three didn't clearly get along. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, not even that. They don't necessarily get along. They just work off each other really well. Like, that's the thing. Like, that's where the chemistry comes in. Because, like, people can have this dialogue, and if it's not said in the right way. Yeah. In a way that feels true, and, like, people are fucking with each other, then it just feels mean. Yeah. But, like, you can tell that there's love behind what they're doing. Yeah, it feels like when you're riffing on a friend. Yes. Versus, like, when a random dude's riffing on a friend. Yeah, it's like it's like when you're in like a group and there's like a new friend in the group, and some guys like, "Yeah, you fat fuck," and you're like, "Hey," and everybody laughs, and then the new guys like, "Yeah, you're fat," and you're like, 
I've had that experience a lot. Okay. <laughs> I've had a max total of four friends in my life, so no, not Okay, not yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, I was going to say, you can ask Dryer, like, our old group of friends used to riff on each other all the time, to the point where, like, we had to probably stop a few almost fights that started. It gets intense. Yeah. Or got intense, I should say. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Uh, here, here's one of my complaints with this movie. They, they drop into, like, a trash cum factor. This scene feels kind of unnecessary it, it doesn't is. do anything yeah. i think the only thing that it really does with that is because you know they went from dropping out of the fire pan into the fire because they were in the middle of a firefight and then they just like shoot a random or i guess princess leia shoots a random uh fan not even fan like a random great and they they all just like jump into it because we're being shot at we have no other way of escaping so let's jump into here and then like oh great like how could you get any worse i think it just got worse yeah there's an alien in the something trash which compactor. that was actually one of those things i forgot like i remember as a kid watching that like okay so there's just like some random alien that's inside of this trash compactor i don't remember it actually attacking them and then fleeing when it realized it was going to start compacting like yeah. i just thought like there's just like they just randomly put an alien in there and like okay like that's never explained i guess <laughs> well it kind of isn't it still isn't explained it's still it not explained but like it at least explains like oh it was attacking them but it ran away because of the trash compactor. I guess I didn't like fully get that scene whenever I was a kid. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it just like feels added padding, kind of. Yeah, I'll agree it's unnecessary, but I also enjoy it because it's fun. Yeah, you get like a lot of fun uh, scenes out of it with like C three PO and R two D two, and you get like a lot of good stuff with Harrison Ford and Carrie Fisher. Um, that's kind of why I like this part, because you just get like to see a lot of like fun. Yeah, I get. I think some of this is probably just like coming from like everything it inspired and even direct parodies I've watched despite not watching Star Wars. Yeah. This scene is really like tropey con and like parodied a lot. Yeah, that's true. It is. And I think that makes it kind of lose some of it to me. And like the banter is great, but you could do the banter anywhere. Yeah, you could. You could. Yeah. Um the thing I I did completely forgot was even in it. It was in the clone not the clone trooper. Ah. I have to get out of that. We're not there the anymore. Storm Stormtroopers. Trooper are um like going into the room and looking for everything and they open the door and C3PO's there. He's like, Oh, those monsters. Oh my god. They killed everyone. They went that way. Okay, thanks. It's holy. <laughs> like it's yeah. really fucking. Like good. I said, so that great. that's one of those like that's why I started thinking of like in a weird D D moment, like, okay, roll a deception check. Natural twenty. Okay, they start leaving. <laughs> and then like he just like leaves. He's like, uh, my R2 unit's malfunctioning. I gotta take him to repairs. Okay. <laughs> I, I, think I think it's just canon that they're kind of dumb. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's kind of, I want to say it's because they're kind of dumb. Maybe they're underpaid workers. Like, I'm not fucking paid to deal with this shit. Well, no, they're definitely just clones. I don't think they're paid. They are clones. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're not paid at this point. <laughs> at, at this point. Yeah, yeah, they're clones. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, we'll get to that, I guess. Um, <laughs> Yeah, they do that. Uh, Ob successfully closes or stops the tractor beam. Yes. Um, and ends see, up having a confrontation. Yeah, with Vader, and what? immediately way different fights. With yes, these. I vibe with these really hard because it really is kind of like kendo kind of fencing style. Yeah. Kind of who's going to make the first move. Yeah, even to the point, there's like a subtle thing. Oh, quote unquote subtle is not super subtle. Like, <laughs> where like you could tell they're even just kind of like tapping each other just because of the sparks that fly out sometimes yeah, when they're just yeah. like standing there and they're like, tch, tch, 
Yeah. Just trying to get someone to make a move. Yeah, it's just, yeah. it's so cool. Even, like, something that I think would have been way sillier in the prequels just because they don't execute as well, where, like, Obi-Wan's kind of spinning Vader's lightsaber around yeah. to prevent him from getting a hit. Yeah. It's but, really good. Yeah, it's just, it's just so cool because it's so patient. Yes. And that's one, of the, that's one of the things that I think actually ends up working in this uh, compared to the prequels, because that's a lot of what people say with the prequels. Like, the fighting was, like, so different, and, like, they're jumping around, they're doing all these fast movements. And I think that that's pretty easily explained away, because there was a lot of, there's a lot of these arguments online and stuff um, about how the combat's so different. But, like, it makes sense that it's different, because they are old. They're both old. They're both pretty fucked up at this point. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, you see a little bit of spinning from Obi-Wan still. Yeah, he's like a loop at yeah, some point yeah. for no reason. Um, it kind of falls under like one of those, like you said, it's very much like a patient defense. Like they're waiting to make a move on each other, but it almost feels like Obi Wan doesn't want to attack him because he like doesn't. He, yeah, he's just defending. Because there's that thing um, that I re- I really really like is that they keep saying he keeps saying that Obi Wan died whenever Luke's father died. Yeah. Um, and I like that well, so much. Well, no, he doesn't say that. He says, uh, um. Did he say that? Yeah, that's sorry. what I was thinking. Something the else. uncle says. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I like that so much because, like, Obi Wan did kind of die. Like you see in the prequels, like that pain in Ewan McGregor's eyes. Yeah, like you see, like he's not the same person he was anymore. Yeah, this destroyed who he was. Yeah, it, like which kind of explains why he never really bothered to fight anymore. Yeah, he yeah. was. It, he was done. He, there's no reason to fight. Everything that he cared about and believed in is gone now. Which, there's actually a really cool edit that I saw online wherever it shows that scene with Luke and Obi-Wan, which we never gave a spoiler alert, but fuck it. Spoilers for Star Wars. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> no, we gave like a pseudo one. We said once we get to Obi-Wan, it's spoilers. Yeah, but yeah. yeah good. But anyways, uh, they did an edit of it wherever it says like, you knew my father? And then like, you can kind of see like that look in the actor's face and he's like, yeah, I knew your father. Uh, and like, was starts talking about him and then it like, just kind of shows scenes with Ian McGregor and, um, what's his face? Hayden Christensen. Yeah. Hayden Christensen. And like, uh, kind of showing like, Oh, like almost like he's having memories thinking back on him of like who he was and like how he loved him as a brother beforehand and everything. Like I'll have to show it to you after we're done filming this one, but it was a really good, um, uh, editing of it to kind of like add more weight to the whole scene of yeah. him like yeah i knew your father once yeah uh I've, I've seen that edit. it's very good actually yeah <laughs> anyways yeah uh the luke and them escape and like are running down corridor <laughs> fucking han solo is so amazing i'm sorry like i i know i keep gushing he's so he just fucking chases a bunch of stormtroopers down yeah. a hall yeah it fucking shoots like three of them yeah and then runs away i love it because like he's like chasing them down he's like yeah i'm gonna get you and he goes into the hangar, and there's, like, hundreds of them. And he's like, oh, shit. And he runs away. I <laughs> right. love that so like, He was like, he shot, like, three before that, though. And then he's like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I think what I liked the most about that was, like, Chewbacca, like, looks and just sees a bunch of lasers hitting the wall. I'm like, oh, my God, he's dead. And then Han running cr- around the corner going, run, run, run. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just great. That's um, good. <laughs> here it's revealed Luke just has a fucking grappling hook also. Yeah. Yeah, and I think you also get to see the start of, like, uh, George Lucas didn't know that they were brother and sister at this point. Right. Yeah. It's Because it kind of shows, like, it kind of does, like, will they, won't they Mm -hmm. kind of vibe. 
It's yeah. real weird. Yeah. Which is like fun and charming, but knowing the brother sister thing is in hindsight, it's creepy. just yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh they they all get to the hangar and Luke sees Obi-Wan Kenobi fighting Vader. And Obi-Wan looks at Luke and gives a smirk and then just lets Vader kill him. Mm-hmm. I'm really curious how that's gonna get brought back up. I I have an idea of what they're trying to get at, but I'm curious how we'll go for it. I think you get hints of what that means in the prequels still. Yeah. Um It you, does it I, does explain it more clearly later. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Eventually. Um, but yeah, Luke's like, Ben, no. Yes. And then he goes fucking ape shit. So just shoots everybody. Yeah. Um and then they leave and escape. But remember that's when uh that's when <laughs> you get Ben to Kenobi yeah. is like Hey, Luke, you should get out of here, dude. Yeah, uh, Luke, run. <laughs> um, which, yeah, that, that, that voice was added, which I think it does make sense. You're, I think you're right. I think this is one of those changes that is fine. Yeah. I mean, there's... I, I think that was specifically kind of silly. Like, so, like, subtle changes like that, sure, it definitely makes sense. There's that. They cleaned it up. They made it uh, a better format for VHS, things like that. But, yeah. like, they just added too much. Yeah. It's when they start adding... Literally needless background monsters and stuff. They're right. Like, there's literally no reason for it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so they uh, escape, and then they have another space fight where you get to see that there are turrets in the Millennium Falcon, and there's that for 10 minutes, which is fun, I guess, but yeah, yeah also kind of needless. It's needless, yeah. But I think that one works better, because, you know, they're running there's away. way more urgency. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then they get to Alderaan. Not yeah. Alderaan. No, uh, uh, Moon- Dandooine. Dandooine, yeah. Um, the moon of it specifically, though, I think. Yes. And that's where the Rebel base is, and you get to learn that, like, there's... You get to see what the Rebel alliance really looks like. Yeah. And it's this huge, giant fucking army. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's neat. Yeah. Not like... It's like a reasonable army, army. though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whatever the hell that means. It makes sense. Like, it's a Rebel force. Yeah. Yes. And they're like, hey, we analyzed that shit. Look, they're fucking idiots. They left a hole. Another yeah. thing that makes way more sense in context, because you learn how arrogant the dark side is. I think that works better. Rogue One. <laughs> it's something yeah, that's probably. actually explained away in Rogue I don't, One. Like, it doesn't bother me as much that I thought it would. Because, like, yeah. it really feels it, more like they're just like, like, it's like, yeah, we don't fucking have to worry about tiny ships. Yeah. yeah like, but, that's one of those things that was like, why would the dark side or the... Empire leave this weak spot when they know it's there. And so Disney made an entire movie to explain why there's a weak spot there. Well, to be fair, though, it could be explained away. Like, I'm pretty sure this has been an argument to someone at some point in time. It's basically the same thing as, like, dropping an incendiary grenade inside of a vent and then it blowing up the boiler room and setting the building on fire. It it never felt, it doesn't feel stupid in this movie. Because it straight up is just like one of those, like, oh, yeah, on this giant space station the size of a small moon there's a two meter long heat vent that you can shoot down into that will actually like basically blow up the build or blow up the death star yeah that's not like something that felt weird no No. and it's it's funny like i guess because it's been so long it's funny that that's one of the things parodied the most in all these parodies Mm -hmm. i think part of the reason why is because it's something that was highly debated too and like whether it was like is this really something that would destroy a space station between a bunch of fans? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So it's just funny, like when you see all the parodies first, where they're like showing targets <laughs> and literal like shoot me things. Yeah, yeah. And then this, where it's like, yeah, that's like a fucking tiny hole that Luke could do because he literally has the force. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
I, I actually like that. Uh, th- there's a huge space battle here, mm-hmm. and Han's like, "I'm a fucking out. See ya. Yeah, yeah. I got yeah, my money." It's realistic. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm not wasting my life here. Sorry. Yeah. Like, um, you literally told me you're gonna pay me. You paid me. I'm out. Yeah, I did my job. You yeah. dick. <laughs> Stop asking me for more. And then I, he's having that thing with Luke. That conversation, and Luke's like, "I guess all this time that we spent together meant nothing." He's like, "I guess so, kid." Hey, Luke. May the force be with you. Yeah, yeah. But like, it feels half heartfelt. Like he clearly cares, but like he doesn't believe in the thing he's saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just kind of one of those like you know someone cares about something, and even though you don't care about it, you want to show you care about the person at least. Yes. Yeah. Uh, really good moment. Yeah. Really, really good. Um, and Leia's like, I never fucking believed in that guy. Yeah. God, I always knew he was a fucking flake. <laughs> <laughs> and then Luke beats up with his friend, the only not white person there, basically. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Who has a very 70s mustache, which that's yeah. something I was going to bring up. I don't know if you guys noticed it as much as I did, but like almost every single commander on the Death Star has sideburns. That's how you know they're commanders. That's how you know <laughs> Apparently. <they're> evil. <laughs> but then again, like, uh, there's just like one guy on the Rebel base, and I could not get over the fact that he basically has like the pizza man on every single uh, pizza box's mustache. <laughs> Hey, it's Tony Pepperoni. I'm part of the yeah. Ripper Alliance. So. Yeah, like the, the Tony pizzas, the yeah. little avatar they have in there. It's like that same exact mustache. And I looked, I, I could not stop staring at it I every single time they're in the Rebel see base. Him, but that's hilarious to think about. I could not stop staring at him. Imagine they just like, they, they give him the next movie and he's like, hey, what's up, Maluka? <laughs> he was there the whole time yeah. actually giving food poisoning to everybody on the Death Star with his pizza. <laughs> This is why the stormtroopers didn't care about their job. They're just like, um, ugh, they called me in even though I wanted to get his they sick day have, off. I don't they, care. It's this really greasy pizza, and the stormtroopers just have diarrhea <laughs> constantly. <laughs> and they're like, oh man, I. That's why they miss so much too. They're like, Ugh. it's like I got him in my sight. <laughs> oh god, <laughs> that's dumb and great. <laughs> Yo, where's our fucking? Where's our parody? Uh, Thirty-minute parody episode. Let's hey, let's get us Disney. One. Give us yeah. give us a million, million dollars to make a parody. <laughs> <laughs> I'll draw it. <laughs> That'd be so great. Uh, anyway, yeah. Sorry. So um, yeah, they end up going up, and the whole Red Commander one, Red Commander ten. Really yeah. great scene. Yeah. Um, you one of those things parody to death. Of- yeah, you've seen it a million times. Um, and then a fifteen-minute battle in space with yeah. a bunch of explosions and shooting, and then. A great reaction from E, because in my head, this is just always a thing, and so I never, like, questioned it. Darth Vader comes out with his two people on his side, and he's like, Darth Vader flies a fucking ship? Yeah, it's so <laughs> fucking cool! <laughs> like, like you, you can understand my thing, like, again, no one talks about that, which is crazy. Huge part of Darth Vader, too. But, like, what fucking major villain does that? What fucking major villain comes out and, like, fuck it, I'm gonna do this shit? <laughs> And succeeds. Yeah, yeah, he's good. Vader fucking kills like eight people. This is a great job. He's Darth. He was Anakin. Anakin was a great flyer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like it's just fucking awesome to see. Like I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. It's one of those you heard that he was cool. You didn't expect him to be that much of a yeah, badass. Like Vader surpassed any expectation <laughs> I had for him. Yeah, that's, that's good. Was, that's really not a lot, but <laughs> like he is the fucking. He is a fucking amazing villain. I love him. He's great. Um, yeah. and then, yeah, you get the voices, uh, well, you get to see all of Luke's friends die, and then you get the voices. <laughs> I have either side. Yeah, Poor yeah. old Porco, you know, pork beans, whatever what it's, oh. Porkins, I think. Porkins, yeah. Yeah, poor pork beans. Wonder how he got that name. Anyway. 
It's so dumb. <laughs> um, I like that he was literally the only one that got a name too. It's so dumb. Yeah, well, yeah. there's Wedge also. Oh uh, yeah, but um, you get to see Luke actually give himself over to the Force. Yeah, uh, when he yeah. shoots his missiles, because that was the only way he was gonna be able to get in, because all the bombers were gone. Um, yeah, he's like, I don't fucking need a camera, and they're like, Yo, Luke, everything good? And he's like, Yep. Yeah, and then he yeah. Force pushes his missiles down into the vent, which is super cool. Yeah. Super cool. I like it. It's it's a lot cooler knowing the context, because again, of course, thing parodied by yeah. everyone. Yeah. Um, also, Han Solo comes in, and when Darth Vader's about to shoot the shit out of Luke, Han Solo comes in and fucks their shit up. Yeah. And Darth Vader just flies off into space. <laughs> he just zooms in a circle. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. So silly. Like, you could tell, like, they clearly didn't expect to do anything after two, because he's just floating in space after that. Yep. <laughs> um, they win. They go back. Everyone's happy. Giant ceremony. Yeah. Chewbacca doesn't get an award. Chewie doesn't get a medal. They're fucking racist. I told you in my original thing where I thought this was the end of the entire trilogy. <laughs> They're fucking racist. Chewie doesn't get his goddamn medal. Uh, he doesn't. Um... <laughs> George Lucas fixed shit doesn't even fix it. They didn't give him, didn't give him a fucking medal. What the hell? It's not the only time you see Leia just give Chewie the shaft either. <laughs> Uh, I think there is actually something in the novelization that explains away why Leia doesn't like Chewie. Because she's it's racist. Not, I don't think it's canon anymore. I think it actually is a racist thing. Like, that he's, like, from <laughs> Maybe a tribe. that's why it's not canon anymore. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think it's because he's, like, from a tribe and, like, because she was, like, raised rich. Um, and she looks down it, on him. I think it literally is that, if I'm not mistaken. I thought most of the Chewie's people were killed, though. They the were. Peoples. Yeah. But he's seen as a beast and a monster. Well, he is, but that doesn't excuse racism. But he's so nice. Fucking, how are we going to have an allegory to space Nazis and let the, the main <laughs> girl be racist? Come yeah, on. Yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> also, I it's kind of interesting just how clearly it's an allegory about space Nazis. Oh, yeah, it's not hiding anything. Like, it's just space Nazis. I, I, thought, the, I thought it was mostly going to be Christianity, but definitely the space Nazis part yeah, was there's, way bigger. Yeah, there's definitely a bigger space Nazis than there is a space Jesus yeah, thing going the on. The church saves yeah. everybody from space Nazis. What's there not to get? <laughs> uh... Uh yeah, it's cool. Award ceremony credits. Yeah, yeah. It's like Clearly, bang, 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 never bang, anticipated bang, bang, another bang. movie. Yeah, it was like one of the fucking biggest things ever. Yeah, <laughs> best thing since sliced bread. Yeah. Well, like, what, what fucking came out before? Fucking Tron. No, no Tron was after. Oh, yeah. not even, I really thought that was before. It's, it's so much less impressive. Yeah. <laughs> God, what was before? Star Wars, I mean, all the Westerns, like you said, but like, uh, Westerns everywhere. God. Yeah. Uh, there was sci-fi movies, but they're mostly known as like B-rated budget movies yeah. more than anything else. Yeah, like that's actually the biggest thing that Star Wars did is it turned sci-fi from this lame B-rated thing you watch at midnight on cable channels yeah. to suddenly sci-fi is the coolest fucking thing you've ever seen. Yeah. Because yeah. what? Was and Star Trek before Star Wars? It was. Wasn't it, was, it? it was, but Star yeah, Trek yeah. was a bunch of people sitting around on a ship and with like shitty rubber wearing, outfits. Yeah, with like dogs wearing cones on their head. Yeah, like yeah. sci fi wasn't a cool thing. It was for nerds. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it still is for nerds, but. Well, yeah, but like ha- with how extremely mainstream Star Trek was, like it was finally like, oh, hey, like this thing is actually cool. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like how Marvel is now. Like, yeah, star- superheroes, unless you're Spider Man specifically, was for nerds. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's insane. It's very insane. Which, to be fair, like, I think it's one of those things they probably wanted to trust George Lucas to something this big, too, because 
he had done a sci-fi movie before this, but it was one of those B-rated movies that just kind of gained a cult following after it went out in theaters. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I you talked about that in one of the post-credits. Yeah. You'll have to, I don't remember which one. Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. You'll have to skim through the descriptions, figure Probably, that one out. Yeah. I was going to say, it was the movie THX 1138. Yeah. But that was the first movie that he ever did, and that was another one of those like sci-fi movies, but it was very low budget, so it was kind <laughs> of- Was it eh. sponsored by THX? <laughs> No, <laughs> no, <laughs> but yeah, I think it's one of those like that once that got a cult following because it didn't it did OK in theaters. But then when it came to rentals, it did way better. But WB still didn't want to like touch it. So they wanted to like, I guess, give him a bigger project. I mean, I think it's fair, like the hesitation about Star Wars, but that also goes into just why it was so cool. I would yeah. Argue. yeah, like they yeah. didn't give it much expectations. And because of that, it really got to do whatever the hell it wanted. Which yeah. Is awesome. And it was in a time where word of mouth really was a huge deal. Mm-hmm. Um, like the trailers for Star Wars don't look good. It looks fucking cheesy as shit. But it's just Han being like, "Hey, no, it's like Star Wars." And then lasers. But like all the trailers came out before all the effects were finalized. Oh no! So there are no effects shots in any of the first trailer. It's just like the first Star Wars, a space epic about a war. In space from a long time ago. Like, oh, I'm, my name's Luke Skywalker. I'm here to save you. Basically, like, who are you? I'm Luke Skywalker. What? What? And his ha- and his handy friends, Han Solo and Chewbacca. I'm Han Solo. <laughs> like, it really was that. That's yeah. amazing. Super corny. Oh my gosh. I mean, this movie is corny, but yeah, yeah. But it's also a corny a movie way. that defied all expectations. Yes. Corn's a vital part of anyone's diet, so. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I guess. Okay, hold uh, on. Final thoughts. This this surprisingly did live up to the expectations people gave of it, which wow. is amazing, considering this is the fucking most talked about movie in existence. Pretty close, yeah. yeah. Like, I, I, kinda, I expected to like this because it seemed very fun and, like, whimsical. Yeah. I didn't expect to like it this much, though, like. It it's insane how like everything has clearly stolen from Star Wars, especially <laughs> like a lot of humor from movies nowadays. Especially yeah. like again, I said it earlier. Like Marvel kind of just copied the yeah the the characters from these and just swapped them out with superheroes. Uh, it is insane to me just how good this movie is. It deserves every credit it gets, and you know, fan base aside, because. <laughs> Man, Star Wars fans are, I'm going to just say it, quite insufferable a lot of times. Yeah, I'm one of them, and I agree. Yeah. Uh, it's just such earnest amazingness. I love it. I was, I, I came today, I was like, you know, I, I, you know, Star Wars might be all right. <laughs> like, I was like, you know, like, the the last one, okay, I know... I literally know that these were made before the other ones. Don't try to be like, uh, actually, this one was made actually. first. <laughs> no, like, but like, just the tone of the last one ending off, I was like, you know, it was all right. So, and knowing these ones were better, I bet it'll yeah. be that. And I assume, I kind of assumed some people's just nostalgia was kind of holding up, but no, these are just genuinely good movies. Yeah, I kind of wish I could see the original vision. Which, you know, I'll buy a laser player when I'm rich. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, yeah, it's just impressive, too. Like I said, 
like knowing the limitations and they just stamped it out. There are very few times like I felt like this was an old movie. Yeah. Like if you didn't tell me this was made in 77, I probably would have guessed way later. Like it, it genuinely holds up better than the prequels. Yes. In so does. many ways. It does. You're right. Which yeah. there's a lot of funny things with like how a lot of funny things that they did, like uh, the blaster sounds is them taking a slinky and holding it up by a spring and then hitting it. Yeah, like... And that make, makes that pew kind of sound, or, like, uh, the lightsaber sounds. Like, you wouldn't expect it, but, like, they have, like, a live power line that they're, like, holding... What was it? Like, a bar next to? And then they, whenever yeah. it was the lightsabers hitting each other, they would smack the power line and it'd make that sound. Yeah. Like, I mean, just all of that stuff. Like, I've, I've seen... I've seen the making of Star Wars, like, certain bits of it, and it's just... It still wowed me so much. It's been parodied, referenced, stolen to death. Yet this still was an amazing experience to watch. I like it is is just crazy to me that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this movie could just hold up after all these years. And I, I love gushing about it. Uh this rating might seem low with how much I gushed about it. <laughs> But I'll give this an eight still. Like, this was a really enjoyable experience. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, I feel like watching the prequel trilogy first may have actually, like, kind of dulled your expectations of it, too. It definitely did. Like, (laughs) I don't know. Like, I was just sitting here, like, maybe just Star Wars is just all right. And people just thought it was better. Yeah. But no, like, I understand why people love this movie. It's lovable. It is a very charming, charismatic movie. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm definitely excited for the next couple movies, especially hearing a lot of people like the next one more. The next yeah. one is, to the general audiences and most fan base people, the next movie is the best Star Wars ever gets. I think I disagree with that. I don't know. Same. I played a Lego Star Wars for the PlayStation 2, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> But I will say the the next movie. I am really excited to see your reaction. For It'll sure. be a month yeah. away, you guys. But you got yeah. you, just, <laughs> just wait for it. It almost kills me because I just want to make you watch it already. <laughs> you want to watch all the Star Wars in one night, kind of, and then talk about it for an hour. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just one hour. <laughs> Man, that was good, huh? Yeah, it was good. So good. Man, really good. Such a good film. Han Solo sure is a nice character. Man, anyway, let's never talk about Star Wars ever again. Yeah. <laughs> I'm an old baby after the sequel series. I'll feel that way. Whoa, <laughs> oh, wow. oh, man. But, <laughs> so anyways. Yeah, uh, there. that's me. Uh, I quite enjoyed the movie. Yeah. Robbie. So, once again, I enjoyed it whenever I first watched it. It is a lot more charming the second time around, like, seeing it as an adult. Yeah. And um, there is still some, like I said, space jank to it when it comes to, like, you know, the CGI is like, oh, this was my original idea for it, but we are limited by technology. Now look at what my I really wanted these jumping wallabies in every scene. (laughs) Yeah. Like, there's a lot of stuff like that. It just feels very unneeded. But, like, in a lot of ways, like, there are a lot of people that are just kind of like, just ignore this little part of it, and then the rest of it's great. And I get that, but, you know, it is still a part of the whole experience with it, especially considering that unless you find an old VHS tape or Laserdisc or, you know, something like that, you can't watch the original experience anymore. Like, they just kind of wiped it off the map for this new remake. Yeah. And that kind of is to its detriment, sadly enough. But you have, like I said, there's a lot of chemistry to a lot of the characters with this, especially considering that, like, Mark Hamill and Harrison Ford 
and Carrie Fisher, like they're all new actors at this time. Like no one had ever heard of them before these movies. And so he's taking a really big chance with them and they fucking nailed it. But, I mean, this entire movie is every single person had to be swinging for the fences 100% of the time. Right. And, but like I said, there are those little nuances, like grappling hook is a good example. Um, <laughs> one thing that I didn't realize until like I saw the stills of it and then I realized how much of a thing it was throughout the entire movie is Carrie Fisher's face whenever she's shooting a late, uh, shooting one of the <laughs> rifles. Actually, that reminds me. It's it's still kind of weird to me that there's space pistols and space rifles when they both just shoot lasers. Yeah, yeah, but some shoot bigger lasers. I don't think they do. They look <laughs> there, the same. There are calipers of lasers. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I said, uh, I'm gonna go in a weird opposite way of what Dry said about the prequels. Dry gave uh the Phantom Menace a higher score than he wanted to because he needed. To, he felt like he needed to punch down after that. <laughs> I feel like I need to punch up because I do feel like. A New Hope is the weakest of the original trilogy. And so I'll give it a 7 out of 10 over that. Okay, okay. Nevertheless, I will say, still highly recommended. There's a reason why this movie has held such a high esteem for so many years. Yeah. And it is, it is a great movie. But I'll, for, like, so that way I can go higher afterwards. I'll say 7 out of 10 for this one. Yeah. Um, yeah, this isn't my favorite Star Wars, but it's damn good Star Wars. Mm-hmm. If, if you had to introduce somebody to Star Wars... This is where you this start with what, episode one, because chronologically is <laughs> the first one. <laughs> this is where you should start with Star yeah. Wars. Yeah. Um, Make it, sure to grab your laser displayer and uh, <laughs> I'll stop. <laughs> it's it's good and it all makes sense and it feels like there's something more without you feeling like you're being left out of the loop though. Yeah, it feels like they're it it feels like it's in a living world. Yeah. Yeah. Which is so hard to pull off. And yeah. Despite Many things that I know George Lucas tried to do behind the scenes, people stepped in and told him, no, that's fucking stupid. We got to do this and this. Because that happened a lot. That happened yeah. a lot in this original He's like, trilogy. like, what if we just add more space wallabies over our... It's <laughs> like, dude, we got like three days to finish this scene. We can't make space wallabies. Let's just not have them. He's like, they're the vital part of the series. <laughs> Come on, we got the puppeteers for this. No one will know that it's Star Wars without the space wallabies. I Listen, don't know if you've like actually heard George Lucas, but you're real close to his voice. Am I really? He sounds like a fucking nerd. I just nerd. Said doing like nerd noises. I've heard I've heard him once when he like talked to Samuel Jackson about the purple lightsaber. He is a nerd. <laughs> I don't doubt that. Yeah. It's just like it's yeah. just, I don't, just the he... idea of like him obsessing over stupid tiny details. I mean, that just makes him, me think that's his voice. Just like, what if a Vader actually had a space wallaby on his shoulder at all times? Can we like digitally add that back in? And they're like, George, digital isn't a thing yet. <laughs> right. We have computers. It's 1977. George, it would be vector. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not, George. People will know my vision. <laughs> anyway. I feel kind of bad making fun of him so much, but like, you're making fun of a billionaire. Don't worry. Make- about it. <laughs> No one I'm making fun of. I'm making fun of a caricature of him I've created in my mind after watching literally only the prequels. Yeah. And yeah. this one. <laughs> um, to be fair, like, the prequels was more of his vision than this was, so. Probably. I mean, there's definitely a lot of George Lucas in here, but it's George Lucas with a leash. Yeah. yeah. Which I think is when you get the best George Lucas. Yeah. Otherwise, you get his shitty four girls fairy movie and the prequels. Yeah. I mean- also, to be fair, like uh, one thing that I was saying, I-, I told you about it while we were watching the movie, and I said I would explain it. Uh, he told Carrie Fisher that underwear wasn't a thing in space. Therefore, what? yeah, therefore Ew. she wasn't allowed to wear underwear while she was on set. 
And if you notice, like a lot of her clothes is very see-through, so she had to wear pasties to that way you couldn't see nudity throughout all of it. Which kind of shows how much of a perv he is, too. Yeah, fuck you, George Lucas, actually. Go go fucking rot in your money basement. <laughs> <laughs> I act like so, being yeah, a pervert's the <laughs> little worst crime <laughs> in a movie about space Nazis, but, you know. Yeah, but yeah, like, to be fair, like, that's George Lucas being off of a leash, just doing shit like that. Yeah, that's, that is generally really fucked up, come on. Yeah. Uh, Star Wars fucked Carrie Fisher up a lot. Yeah. I heard, I, it sounded like it. She, uh, we'll probably get into that once we get more into it, because mm-hmm. we. I hope so. To keep talking about Star Wars, you kind of have to talk about the behind the scenes of Star Wars as well, and further into it, some of that's gonna have to be brought up. So we'll get there. Yeah. Stay tuned for that, folks. It's gonna be really such happy. a really great. We'll, yeah, topic. we'll get to that next month. <laughs> but we should ask Dre. What was your thoughts? You're the only one who hasn't said so far. You're the only one without thoughts. Yeah. So anyways, <laughs> I guess a five out of ten. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's damn good Star Wars. I would give it an eight point five. Um, it's not what? my. It's not. I know it's shocking. <laughs> Definitely nothing edited out earlier. Um, it's uh, it's not my favorite Star Wars. It's not the best Star Wars, but it's fucking. This is it's Star solid. Wars. It's the Star, Star Wars. Wars. Solid. Yes, it is Star Wars, and that's something that I feel like I could not say about yeah. the prequels. To be fair, this movie is a very good foundation to hold up the building that Star Wars becomes. I mean, yes. if this was the only one, I still think Star Wars would be the huge monolith that it is today. For sure. You'd be seeing, like, insane 4K remaster of yeah. Star Wars finally out with all the behind-the-scenes footage. And, and they're like, you probably still have all that. of the... Look at this Jabba character. I fucking love him. Why wasn't he in the movie? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we're uh, running. Yeah. yeah. We talked um, about this quite a bit, like, we're goes to show how much we have we're, to we're say a bunch of nerds. We're gushing in our nerd culture. I was really interested. I was surprised because I was like, "Man, what is there to say about Star Wars that hasn't been said?" But God, I had a lot to say as someone who's never seen it, so and I was surprised. Good. It is good. Yeah, man. Like, I re- I really expected it to be like whatever about this after seeing like seven parodies, <laughs> some like a billion references. I fucking watched like the Family Guy, the Robo. The ro- robot chicken, spaceballs, uh, kids next door parodied all the time. I have not seen spaceballs actually. Oh, um, I remember a very specific kids next door parody portion actually. Yeah, a lot. Uh, just like everything parodied it, so I was really expecting it to be lost on me. But no, it's such a spectacle. It is. It really is. It is spectacle cinema when spectacle cinema was not a thing yet. Yeah, so that's really great. Yeah, it's just like. It is very uncommon for a movie with such high hopes to really floor me. Like, to actually, like, meet that standard. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, e. Hello. If anybody wants to get a hold of us, where can they do that? Uh, we have a link tree, and that gives you the links to all our social medias, as well as where you can listen to us if you currently dislike the one you are or just want to see where else you can find us uh l-i-n-k-t-r dot e-e slash l-o-i-p once again that is l-i-n-k-t-r dot e-e slash l-o-i-p yes sir we also have an email that is the last ones in podcast at gmail.com once again that is the last ones in podcast at gmail.com send us your star wars figures 
oh yeah okay i'll take them <laughs> i won't i won't say no <laughs> uh. and finally robbie take us out of here okay so i know that this is probably dating the podcast still a little bit but we are still in a pandemic make sure to wash your hands stay six feet apart get vaccinated if you can wash your hands for at least 20 seconds <laughs> but if not make sure to do what you can to stay home stay alone stay alive and whether this is the very first time you've listened to us or you've been with us since the very beginning thank you for listening Thank you, everybody. See, that's how Pro does it. We were not good at it while you were con. <laughs> <laughs> I do my best. We struggled on that part. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Hope you are enjoying the Star Wars series and everything else that we've been putting out lately. We have, I assure you, more Star Wars coming and more weird content coming, too. Yeah. I have some ideas. Yeah. We're, we're going to probably get weird with this. <laughs> good. Good. Um, thank you, E. Thank you, Robbie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Everybody out there, be safe. Have a great week. Talk to you next week. Bye. 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 And force be with you. Space wallabies, guys. And also with you. <laughs> Arguably one of the worst songs in the 90s. Yeah. Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? Where? No. In the... Uh, Mbop. Are they different songs? Yes, yes. they're different oh, songs. Bad. Um bop is um bop bitty bop bada um bop give it up bada um bop bitty bop bada um yeah yeah where in the world is Carmen San Diego? Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? Right, but it has like the bops too. Not that. Yes, <laughs> some. Maybe it's just the extended version. Of the song. <laughs> it's made by what's the name? The guys who made the Chili's uh, baby back ribs. You know what song. I bet is happening, E. I bet the song your ver- your version you listen to is the Where in the World's Carmen San Diego with No, Umbop that's in the not background. a source in the songs I listen to. For some reason, when I think of like the beginning of Carmen San Diego, and I have no idea why, but the theme to like the '90s X Men pops in my head. <laughs> that's <laughs> I have no idea. I don't know why, but that pops in my head. Where in the world is she? Where in the world is she? Where in the world is she? Carmen San Diego. San Diego. <laughs> Doesn't quite work. No, no. <laughs> when they bring in that back, why can't why can't it's they back. just use that for the X Men? No, just specifically that song. Oh, the so- X Men song. <laughs> yeah. Oh, never. They should just like make it put that in the score of the new. Well, there's probably not a new X Men, but there will be a new X Men. I don't know. Did the last ones not do good? Yeah, but now it's Disney. But did the last ones not do good? But now Disney. Disney. I don't know. Disney doesn't keep everything. No, they like that was the reason why they bought Fox. They bought Fox for the rights of the original three Star Wars and for X Men. That's why they spent billions of dollars. They got other stuff too, but like that was yeah. why they did it. Yeah, it was literally one of those like, "Hey, how much do you want for X Men? It's not for sale. How much for your business?" Yeah, they also got <laughs> Simpsons. Yeah, yeah, that's. I've all. seen ten episodes of that now. <laughs> I'm surprised you kept going. I'll never watch more. I. <laughs> I really feel like you should just skip to like the third season if you really wanted to just watch some episodes. Yeah, it might actually. It's not. Good. I don't think you'd really care for The Simpsons, anyways. Though it doesn't. Me it's not really your jam. No. There's like, there's probably certain episodes you might like, but there's, it's probably not your jam, regardless. Yeah. There's like good jokes here and there, but there's not enough. There's not like a consistent like joke per minute thing. Well, no, that's not the point of The Simpsons. <laughs> no, but I want to laugh. I want funny. Bojack, I laugh constantly and then cry for a while. And laughed while you cried. Mm.
Oh, anyway, right. Star Wars. Right. <clears throat> Don't think about Bojack. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Ready? Sure.